0: Does that girl have periods? Yes, Jill. All women have periods about every four weeks. But, Dad, men don't have periods, do they? That's right, honey. Men do not. Only women. Blood from inside a woman's body comes outside from an opening between her legs about every four weeks. But the blood, won't it get on my clothes? No, it won't, because you use a sanitary pad. sanitary pad? Yes, a sanitary pad. Listen, living, listening to the Synchronon. Sick and run.
1: Yes, you listening to the Synchronon. The Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, E. Simon. Uh, people, I spoke to Harrison. this. Well, I didn't speak to Harrison this week. Uh, Harrison texted me from rehab. And uh, it sounds like he's actually doing quite well. It sounds like he's doing better in rehab than he does just in his regular life. Except that he doesn't have any alcohol or drugs. But uh, I think it's like a vacation. Like My friend Lenora went, went to go visit him, gave him a t-shirt. And she was talking to him. He's just like, yeah, dude, there's like a pool here, some hot girls. <laughs> they even have bidets. Bidets. Wow. Rehab with a bidet. <laughs> what,
2: what the sp- fuck? Japanese rehab?
1: No, I guess it's just a it's a fancy. It's like a resort for delinquents. I support bidets anywhere, though. <laughs> When's the last time you used a bidet? Uh, Vegas. Vegas? Yeah. Could what, not did you see at the Venetian? It. No, uh, my Classy buddies and I rented a real
3: douchey mansion. <laughs> and they had a bidet. And it was like a cheap mansion. We <laughs> rented <had> a cheap <laughs> mansion where everything was broken, but it had a bidet and it worked. Do they have? Wow. Heat, do they have heaters in them? Yeah, heaters Love shoots it. it right up your Love ass. It.
1: I remember when I went to Europe, like when I, don't know, I was like right out of college, someone just took a shit. One of my friends just took a shit in the bidet because well, it was always funny. Really? just didn't know how it worked? I don't know if he didn't know how it worked or if he just thought he's being funny, but it's like, where's where's that shit going to go?
3: I've never shit for comedy. <laughs> like, I've never purposely been like, you know it's going to be hilarious? That's if I leave, true. One of <laughs> your oldest
2: is yeah, about shit for comedy. It's about
3: having to shit. But I've never like in a shit it with the intention of like this will be hilarious. Like hey, <laughs> hey get a load of this. I like, like the, the way like just like caught him though. He did have a shit story. I have shit stories. Record. I have shit stories beyond belief. But never has it been an on purpose.
1: I just like 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 it's a prop like carrot top. But yeah, you're like, just like hey, the guy that shits on I, stage. What if
3: I leave a turd on the floor? Like I've never. <laughs> thought that was like, gotcha. I never thought that was gotcha material.
1: So people, we have guest hosts for uh, episode 572 here. That uh, is comedian Kyle Kinane. Howdy. Who is never shit for comedy. Just know that, no. people. Never shit for comedy. That's a good tagline. I've never <laughs> shit for
3: comedy. That's my advice to all
1: new comedians. Don't shit for <laughs> comedy. Don't shit for comedy. And we have uh, Serge uh, from Sam I Am back again to host the show. I'm hoping Serge doesn't get too Dr. Phil this this episode.
2: Yeah, I I hope Kyle doesn't talk about all the prostitutes he does.
1: He almost made my last guest cry last week. uh, He was pretty close to tears. That wasn't my
2: fault. You were the one that said you should use a condom when you got a blowjob. And that's what he really cried. That was kind of crazy.
1: He was saying he goes to this hooker and he doesn't. She gives him a blowjob without a condom. Isn't that just, would you be somewhat alarmed? I've never gone to a, I've,
3: like, gotten, like, uh, uh, misguided hand jobs uh, a, <laughs> couple, a couple of jobs. times. What, like on yeah, the L train yeah, yeah. or something? Yeah, well, just, you know, like 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 like, like paid for, like two, two strip club. Like, one was, oh, I, like and this is in the dance. act, too, so you're not getting any secrets out of me. <laughs> I already got a whole 25-minute long bit about it. But one where I didn't know what was happening, my buddy got me a lap dance and it happened. I was like, oh, wow. And then another time I was just in Jersey and nobody cares what happened. Did,
1: did she say, hey, for next to 20 bucks, I'll give you a handy. No, did the, she first, just do the
3: first time it was just, Spongy. I mean, I don't want to do, I, don't, I won't do the whole joke for you, but it was like, oh, wow, my friend bought me a lap dance. I don't normally get lap dance, but And then the song started and she just. Just she dug right in out. and whipped wow. it out, and I was—I thought she was robbing me f- at first. Cause I was like, "Why are you reaching at my pants?" She was. She, she, wait till completion. She, of my innocence. Yeah. She robbed. Oh me man, my I
2: was going to say that. I got <laughs> scooped by Kyle.
3: Hey, know? the punchlines are already written. I told you the bit's are already out there.
1: Wait, to completion? <laughs> like, was it like you know, to completion or just yeah, kind of? Yeah, wow. Yeah. God, that's a And the she,
3: second one is a whole story in the act about uh,
1: you tipped her. I right? he
3: did it. I don't remember. Uh, I, you know what I will tell you? It was, at, it, was what it, it was at a strip club that is now the Carl's Jr. on uh, Century going into
1: LAX. God, that's kind of unsettling. It's not kind of unsettling. Yeah. It's like now they serve food there. Yeah, yeah. You cook get a hamburger. Also the, part of the job. So I just know that if you go there,
3: be careful. If <laughs> <The laughs>
1: Jumbo's becomes a Taco Bell, I'm never eating there. Never will. <laughs> but it's so close mm-hmm. to your house. I guess this
3: part of Hollywood is one of my favorite. They do have one of the, like when you, an old Taco Bell, it is now a Thai restaurant. It's a, but, yeah. It's but like they a, keep
1: the same structure. It, dude, you have no idea how beguiling that was. When I moved here, I was stoked. Cause I was like, I didn't really know LA all that well. And I lived downtown. And I was moving to Hollywood. And so I put in my car, like GPS, it just says Taco Bell right there. I was like, mm-hmm. fucking sweet. So I, I would just like go straight to the Taco Bell. And I get there. It's a fucking thai a barbecue. Gentrified Spanish thai barbecue.
2: mission. I when I first went to LA I ate that when it was a Taco Bell actually. So. At that Taco Bell? Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's an old school Taco Bell too. Yeah, I mean, with it, it looks with yeah tiled rooms it's bit more than a so um so Kyle uh, thanks mm-hmm. for being on the show you, um, you know I was when I was texting you back and forth arranging this I was like hey what kind of beer do you want and you're like oh no beer for me and I was thinking shit did you go sober like yeah. LA catch up with you all of a sudden nah it will soon enough <laughs> yeah no
3: no beer gout's got me on the no beer the gout no beer mostly vegetarian <clears throat> oh wow. my folks were in town this week so I went crazy I'm like oh I'm gonna eat everything I'm not supposed to and now my Foot's all locked up because of it. So. Yeah, my my brother suffers from We have crab legs, steak, we have <laughs> fried
1: chicken. What what causes gout? Like what is gout? Living, just li- <laughs> just living, just living life,
3: just, just drinking all them beers, eating all them delicious foods. My people in Chicago get gout a
2: lot because I feel like they do a lot of drinking and a lot of hot dog eating and stuff.
3: Well, that's where first off, a lot of comedians are like, "Wait a minute, you have gout and I don't have gout. How does that work?" Because I don't think I live on the extreme end of a comedian's lifestyle. I mean, I definitely don't take care of myself great, but I'm not...
1: Like, like fucking Chris Farley
3: or Yeah, anything. I'm yeah. not just like drugged out and just pumping myself full of burgers every Doing day. Doing like, speedballs. Like, yeah, I was like, so, like, alright, I guess you gotta get something. Something's gotta put you in check. Like, I was I was having a real good time. I was having a real <laughs> nice life for a while, and something had to hit check me a little bit. And if it's just gout, alright, I'll take it.
1: So but, what, what do you do? Do you have to, like, uh, just stay off your I feet? I just got or? pills. I well, just give them pills. Yeah, I didn't my think people, pills like an old
3: person. Though. Yeah, I didn't think Daily people pills. under
1: 70 gunk out. But apparently it's kind of common. Like now my that brother I have has it, it. Yeah,
3: now that I have it, more and more people are like, I got that. Oh, that's what that is. Oh, I wonder why my foot hurt. <laughs> Every six months, I feel like somebody hit me in the foot with a hammer while I was sleeping. I was like, yeah, it's gout.
1: Oh, man. So wow. wait, so beer is just that, but you can still drink though. You're drinking vodka.
3: Yeah, I, I made up my own clear liquor only rule. Because that's, clear liquor, a, cause that's a, a healthy
2: special
1: occasion right here, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah <we're laughs> hanging out with a couple dudes. Wrong. Yeah, <laughs> hanging out with some bros. Yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, but that, that's that would be weird. Would that be weird? Would that change your bit? You know, your your whole routine if you're all of a sudden like I'm a sober guy now.
3: I thought about it. Well, that's the thing with comedy. Like I can see a lot of people with comedy that are I think afraid to change their lifestyle or find happiness. Cause I think it's going to make them not like it's going to ruin the act. It's like, no, I would rather see someone grow and become a, you know, a, a, an increasingly more uh, faceted <laughs> human being throughout time and have that know. reflected in comedy instead of just, man, boy, I got drunk the yeah. other night. Like what? Well, you haven't heard sad. Dane
1: Cook's new material, then, have you? I have. That's <laughs> so
3: upsetting. That guy's a fucking creep. But, the, but there's comics that I think I think won't let themselves be happy. Like I don't think Mark Maron's gonna let himself be happy. Like I don't think he can live life without some sort of turmoil. But now he's got to court the turmoil because things are going. Yeah, I mean, he's at successful. least from the outside. Show things are going for him, and I guess if you're. Depressed or whatever that always sits with you, but I see a lot of friends that I don't know if this is gonna sound bad. I don't know if they're depressed, I think they just preserve that mindset because, God forbid, they were happy and went on stage and like that ah, things are going all
1: right. Oh, my career went away. Everyone's just like, boo, yeah, when you hear about your depression, you're drinking. You yeah. know, the one it's- thing that bothers me, those when comedians have a kid and then their whole comedy act is now about um, child jokes, you know what I'm saying. What's i mean his, that's part of that's, no it's part that's of that's life i get it yeah, yeah i like made Patton that Oswald, big and Brian Posehn, all those dudes they start having kids it's like now we're gonna have to hear But like, it's a part if it, shit. you
3: talk about what's a part of your life it's just how unique your view is on that new part of your life it's like i don't want to hear pennywise say the word society ever again in a song like, <laughs> you guys are fucking 48 <laughs> society is gonna be society. it's like jesus christ you're you've you're grown adults the same thing with like M&M. Think, think of something else. You yeah, know? it's like seriously. But they found a formula. <laughs> Who has beef with you now? I know. I hate. I hate formulas. They're I man. hate
2: formulas. Pennywise isn't going for art, dude. It's I not know. like comedy. I, They're just making a living. That, now that's that's a,
3: true, but I guess I, I guess I wanted more from the quote You wanted quote more from Pennywise. Just, I wanted more from <laughs> the quote-unquote uh, uh, unquote punk You heard boxing. it
2: here. <laughs>
3: Kyle Kinane, fan of Pennywise. <laughs> I know. I just wanted... <laughs> he hated Ja Rager. He loved Pennywise. I, all right. Okay. All right. I, I just thought that they would like maybe progress as... Adults, but I guess when you're locked into oh, this is what makes us money, so we better keep well, like, no this effects.
1: Out. Like I don't think they're doing like uh, like Nick Cave songs, you know. Yeah, but, although that would be interesting if they did any Nick Cave covers, but maybe. <laughs> Pennywise is a Chicago band, right? No, they're, no just they're here. They're, I they're, so they're like
2: they're from, from Valley or something. Yeah, they're I'm Valley, they're like Orange County, like uh, Hermosa Beach. Actually, every T-shirt they have I'm says. At, Beach. I'm thinking
1: of Pegboy. We were talking about Pegboy. Peg oh, that's man. a Chicago don't, band. Don't, a but Pegboy's way and better. And that's yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: in the same category.
3: That's a band that, like, oh wow, yeah, you've lived a while, and then you're going to talk about it on there, and there still might be like 19-year-old going, I don't know if I totally relate to this guy. Going, uh, uh, well, this uh, cheap trick uh, kept me from blowing my brains out. Anyway, uh, here's Surrender. We need dry heaves (laughs) between songs, and it's beautiful. It's one of the most real performances you could ever see in music.
1: (laughs) I think, um, talking about Chicago, I think they're like, the first time I ever saw you perform was in uh like somewhere in Southport. I, I was saying yeah. Shuba's earlier, but I think it it might have been it might have been the beat kitchen now that I think about it. It
3: might yeah. I mean I, I did beat kitchen quite a bit. Do you remember what year it was? What, what it had era? been
1: early aughts, like two thousand maybe, two thousand and one. Oh really? If yeah, it was, was two thousand and one. Maybe two thousand three. It, it was early aughts. Yeah,
3: because I had left in '03, but I, I, bee kitchen was kind of going at that time. That was
1: the big spot on a Tuesday. Because I lived there, I guess, actually, yeah, I lived there until about 2000. And then, uh, but yeah, I remember um, I remember you get up on stage and I was just like, is this a homeless comedian? I totally thought you were a homeless guy.
3: Yeah, I had and a so real... That was a good shtick. I had a real... Uh... Like the beard thing was, uh, it was, I mean, it's not like all right, everybody's got a beard up, but it was like, Oh, I'm just gonna, I thought my career was over. Cause I bombed at a big comedy festival. this, well, eight, which one? this HBO Aspen comedy festival. That was 2007 though. So I didn't have a beard till 2007. So I might've been late aughts. At this mm-hmm. But then I was like, Oh yeah, everything's over. So I'm just going to like, I'm just stop shit. Like I did that. Just that maniac. Thing, I just gave up. <laughs> but I still was doing comedy because I was like, well, the expectations are all gone for myself. Like I got to a point where opportunity was presented to me. I blew it. Now I'm free to do anything I want to at all. And I was just talking about this with somebody else. Like, oh, now I can talk about more personal things and about how my dreams are probably... A joke to have dreams this late in life, yeah. and that you should probably <laughs> like you can pursue when it when but, you're 32. Yeah, like don't. <laughs> do, well, especially Just if you're give from, up if you're from the Midwest. Like you have dreams until you're 19, and then everybody's like, "Fucking get
1: with it, like, right? Because you're, no, you're not true, married though. yet." You in Michigan, have... yeah, in Michigan, if you're not if you're not married with a child by like 24, yeah, you're fucking weird. Two, There's two, something wrong with like you.
3: Like the band, like oh, you can have a band, but like you're not going to make it. All right,
1: yeah. They'll have the band, but you better finish
3: school and all this stuff. And that's one of the things I love about LA. Is like everybody's like, "No, I don't agree with that mindset." So I'm gonna be a waiter till I'm 50, but I'm still gonna go out on auditions, and I can't laugh at that guy because that's the same hope I still have to have for myself every day.
1: I'm, I'm so. not sure if that's a healthy sentiment, but it's like you know, it's kind of like this arrested development thing here that I'm very comfortable with. I don't you think know? it's unhealthy. Feel the pressure. As
2: long as you roll with it, it's fun. It's good, actually, and you're creative with your life. I think it's when you half-ass it.
3: When it's kind of a little sad. Yeah. yeah. I think it's unhealthy to th- to think, well, I have to be married and have kids by a certain age and then sit there with a family that you have to raise and you have to go to a job you despise to pay for them, having never even entertained the idea of pursuing your dreams and let that rot your insides. Well, and then pass it on to your kids. Well, better not have fucking dreams past 19. <laughs> I didn't get to have them because you showed up, so you don't get to have them. Like, I think that's far more unhealthy than a single childless 50 year old going, Yeah, I might wait tables, but my bills are paid. And uh, I might be a guy, I got to pretend to be a guy named Dave tomorrow for an audition. And if I get to be Dave for a living, that could be great for a
1: few months. <laughs> well, it is kind of funny, though. Like, I'll talk to my roommate from college who's got, like I don't know, like three kids now or something. And he's just like, dude, you still don't own a house. I was like, no, Ugh. I don't give a shit. Like, I don't uh-huh. give a shit about, no, I live in a fucking one-bedroom apartment in Hollywood. I don't yeah. give a shit about owning a house. Sorry. And he's like, that's just weird, man. It's like, no, it's not. It is weird, I guess, in fucking Mount Clemens, Michigan. Yes, yeah. that is weird. But no, I, 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 and I that's, I just, that's another thing. Like, when you live over there, all your friends are married and have kids. So it's like, who would you hang out with?
3: I get that, like, oh man, having a house, and I look at that, like, oh, I feel like a so- societal pressure. Like, am I supposed to own a house? Like, why? It doesn't go with you.
1: No. Yeah. It's I'm like, like, oh, I just can't
3: f- take it with me. me? <laughs> you could be buried in it, like, like, an, like an just Egyptian a, king, <laughs> get
2: encased in my own stuff.
3: It's now a mausoleum. I think there's zoning laws if you want to do that though. You just gotta make sure those laws are set up to have a personal mausoleum.
1: I should look at downtown LA. What's that? What's that? <laughs> no downtown LA. I didn't know you got a nice place though, but you bought it at the right time. I, I bought yeah, it. Yeah, he's got a he's got a kick ass place. So
2: one of the privileges of being an old guy is that I could buy when I was
1: Yeah, a well, long you've time lived ago. Yeah, you lived here long enough where you could do it. So how often do you get back to Chicago these days?
3: I go back a few times a year.
1: I was okay. there I was there in October cuz yeah. uh, my girlfriend had like a photo shoot. And it was the day and I was like wandering around uh, like Rogers Park area mm-hmm. kind of like uh, Wrigleyville. And it was the day the Cubs made it to the World Series. Oh man. Dude that fucking town went insane. I've did never you, seen yeah. so many did you fucking bros Did you have like childhood
2: Pride Kyle?
1: I
3: don't I'm not a sports guy but as far as as far as like rooting for an underdog your whole life like <laughs> When it like that's the only thing I could relate to with Cubs. Like I was not I wasn't raised with it. My family was in into sports by default. Like all right, yeah, Chicago's but I don't care about basketball. I don't care about football. But Cubs like oh they always lose. And that was a sentiment that I could always be like, yep, you're losers. I can agree <laughs> with that as far to, like the sports and stats and all this. But like man, so, every year just trying and getting close. So so I, I just have
2: this one question because me I I. Because I do love the Cubs and mm-hmm. you know, the idea of the Cubs, I was praying to God that they lose just so they could keep that. You know, That's they the, keep that under uh, God. Like if they just were going to win to the, like the home run in the ninth inning and then they lost, that would be yeah. just like the most ideal thing. And then not go to playoffs or the, or the World Series for another Forty years, because you could Dude. preserve
3: what you yeah. loved about. Because now they're different. What
2: if they're well, dynasty won in a World now? What if they yeah. to the Yankees? And everyone hates yeah, them.
1: people were so genuinely elated, though. I've never seen like Chicago people being that happy. I mean, I lived there for like four years, and I've never seen people. I guess maybe the Bulls. I lived there through the, the Bulls, Bulls, Bulls dynasty. Yeah. I
3: mean, I was in I was junior high and high school, and I just I didn't care about basketball. I remember walking down the street to my friend's house, who was also a dweeb, and I knew he wasn't watching basketball. And, I grew up in the burbs, but like the streets were empty. Because everybody was just watching, watching these games. games. Yeah. And I still didn't like, I don't, I don't relate to it. I still don't relate. I wasn't athletic and could relate to that. But just as far as just, losers losers of the year they're losers of
2: the year every year they're not the browns i mean but the, but the
1: lions same kind of thing but it's, but the it's like the lions get good sometimes i know but i mean you just expect yeah. them to lose i love the lions it's the first team i ever got into but it's like i don't really care that much about football but they're my team so it's the wor- like the worst
2: thing i'm not a sporto you know my brother both of you guys know my brother he's a real sporto he loves everything bay area he's a like 49ers yeah Right now, we're going through this thing where the Warriors are expected to win. They're so great, you know? And that's the worst. I'd rather have the <laughs> Cubs where they're expected to lose and maybe they win one game every 10 games. You're
1: like, yay! <laughs> I always thought it was funny the way you had like, Wrigley feel, feel like you know, Wrigleyville over there. It's like, here's Wrigleyville and here's like the gayest part of Chicago a block away. Yeah. Like, uh, Halstead Street.
3: It's, I mean, Chicago's weird being such a segregated city as it is. I had a love hate relationship with the Cubs just from, early days of going to the metro oh, which was yeah, across the, metro. the street but I want to ask and, you something well, we'll, about the we'll metro talk, <laughs> we'll talk about that we'll <laughs> talk about one of my shows that I saw there but also you know ah, before days of the internet shows, or there. anything and not being so like oh so and so is coming to town we gotta get, save up all our money we got somebody that's over 21 that can get us beers and so we got just enough money for all that and getting down there. like oh it's a Cubs game and realizes it gonna cost you $30 to park and it's everybody's money I'm like fucking fuck you Cubs <laughs> suck my dick and I got $5 to get into the show and I got another 20 to get drunk and you're ruining my night you goddamn assholes and then they were all drunken dickheads everybody coming out of the shows were drunken dickheads and rudes like you know I never got in fights I'm a little guy and I'm smarter than that but
1: no but I'm dude that whole Area, on Clark street, yeah. 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 Like I come home from work. because I worked out in Elmhurst, and I lived right at Sheffield. And Cornelia, I lived right at Addison's away. where
3: I was from. So oh, it's okay. Yeah, next it's Elmhurst, right next yeah. to
1: Elmhurst. God, Elmhurst is just R- grand. Ryan. I never, never want to go back. Go to Addison, yeah, Ryan's actually living in Elmhurst. Right left, now. He lives in yeah. Elmhurst now. Yeah, yeah with Renee. Um, but anyway, I remember coming home, and it's like all of a sudden, after like fucking driving through fucking like forty-five minutes, an hour worth of traffic, get yeah. back, and it's a fucking game. Yeah, and I had to park on the street. I couldn't park and i would just sit there and try it for two bro. hours uh, dude it was, <laughs> it made me just like this really deep visceral hatred for the cubs yeah yeah so but whatever still, i mean
3: still happy they won if you don't think there's a curse <laughs> uh, cubs won and then we didn't even get a whole week till trump was elected yeah. so <laughs> i think i think there was a curse i think that was the harbinger of like Oh, you don't think uh, curses are real and God's real and all that stuff? Here's your Cubs win. Yeah. Also, next it's week. the end of the world now. Guess Sorry. what? Nobody wins next year. <laughs> They're not even going to be World Series is gonna be... we're going to call World War III next year. So yeah. enjoy, enjoy this, this one. Enjoy this year.
1: That's about it for you. Yeah. sweet, uh, sweet you go. year, though.
3: Here you go, Cubbies. Yeah, Bill Murray. What a cheerful guy. Anyway. <laughs> Don't stare right into the mushroom cloud. So,
1: so what was the final straw, I guess, with Chicago? Made you move out to LA. With me, it was like, I remember I visited uh, my buddy Pat in Oakland. It's like December. And it's like fucking 72 degrees in Oakland. I get back to Chicago. And I'm sitting there fucking shoveling my car out. <laughs> you had to do that? Because like, they, they fucking, plow the streets and the snow would be over your car. And you had to like find your car, yeah. shovel it out. And a lot of people would leave chairs people in the spot. People would leave it Yeah. dick move.
2: What a dick move. <laughs> Wait. They put a chair. They to put
1: a save chair it? to like save their spot. And if you move the chair, they want to fight yeah, you. If They shoveled their yeah. car
3: out. They would think it was their spot when they came back because they shovel it out. Well, we have so the same
2: they, thing here. as people that put like garbage cans in front of their house. I, I, I you have yeah. to do
3: that because it's garbage day. But I mean, <laughs> but there, it's, it's like you're just being a dick. This is like... And then you'd think, well, fuck you. That's not how it yeah. works. But then if you park there, people would mess with your car. Yeah, fuck, yeah break And then your somebody would park there, and then they'd leave, and you wouldn't know stuff was there, and you'd park there, and somebody the people dug it out. My sister like had eggs thrown at her windshield, which doesn't sound bad except in the winter it freezes, freezes yeah. and it doesn't freeze like you could scrape it off it just turns to glue on your windshield yeah
1: uh, I just remember like I'm fucking shoveling my car out it's like negative 10 wind chill yeah. my yeah. eyes are freezing and I was like you know what fuck this a month later I moved out to San Francisco
2: um, I did oh it was so warm yeah <laughs> I, I, you know I'm from San Francisco and I go back there now and I go you know you people don't have
1: to live here you can live somewhere where dude you're... it's better than Chicago no I know Chicago winter
3: I've I mean, it's a wonderful city, but I lived with my parents in the suburbs till I was 26
1: years old. Damn, dude! I, yeah, you're not even Mexican. I know. <laughs> I didn't even have I didn't even have a family.
3: I was I I, I basically I
1: I <laughs> dude, your parents must have been Don't you, you
3: want to take him on the Mexican comment? You want to go for it? No comment. <laughs> Irish and Italian, so same thing. A lot of <laughs> lot of love, fam- familial loyalty. <laughs> Within the bloodline. So wait,
1: were your parents stoked, though, when you finally like moved out of the house?
3: I don't know. What I was a loser, man. Like I didn't have anything going on. I had part-time jobs. I f- dropped out of a community college and a state school and was finally going back part-time and was trying to be in a band. And every time I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to move out. I need freedom. I can't lose. So I was like, well, I guess I do whatever I want anyway. <laughs> and I have disposable income. <laughs> Because I'm it's living like, at home. And so when I was – and I started doing comedy, and I was like, "Well, okay, this is ridiculous. I got to leave. I'm like, I'm not going to move 20 miles into the city just to have a mountain of bills and the same opportunities I'm working for now. If I'm going to move, let's go big with it. And I never even visited out here. I was like, all right. L oh, man. wow. You just, just moved going. out
1: here. I'm just go.
3: Yeah, because like, I, I get real bad with winter with like – I would I'm not going to self-diagnose as seasonal depression I don't know the actual implications of that but I get real miserable in winter and I'd been to New York and it seemed like a nice place and I have fun when I visit it's there fucking but cold there too though I don't <laughs> it's too many people I, like, I can't
1: and plus I think your money goes more you know it goes further out here well when you moved to LA really it was yeah.
2: cheap to live in LA you know, like when you moved to LA it was cheaper than San Francisco right
1: yeah, now, it's definitely cheaper than San Francisco. Now it's like... Yeah, it's still cheaper than San Francisco. A little bit,
3: closed. but not beyond yeah, yeah. the margin is closed.
1: Yeah. What year did you move out of here?
3: 2003.
1: Oh, okay, so you've been out here a, a while.
3: Yeah, I think I was splitting rent in a two-bedroom for twelve fifty in Los Feliz. Right behind the Albertsons there. It's a nice spot. Oh, wow, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Dude, now that place would be worth a lot of money. Yeah, now
3: it plays three grand. Yeah. But, yeah, so, I, so I, I didn't live in the city proper, so I could never even claim that credit of, like... I, I got people like, oh, you're like, Mr. Chicago. I'm like, I don't know why. I, I don't know how I got that label. <laughs> I lived in the suburbs, so I was 26, and I left. Like, I never had hard the It was the ketchup and hot dog thing. I was glad to piss all over, all over everybody on that one. Can we talk about that? <laughs> well, what was the ketchup
2: and hot dog thing? Uh, you haven't seen Kyle's last... Special in comedy I don't central. Know if I saw your last you last special.
1: You didn't. Was that wait? Your was music? that whiskey Icarus? Uh, no, no. no oh, okay. D, well, so come on, D. I got a whole <laughs> new hour out. So I'm So when I, I met <laughs>
3: promotional tour, I thought this is what we we're doing
2: here. I met Kyle um, at our mutual friend's show uh, downtown near my house at at the Redwood because uh, our mutual friend Jeff Teens band was playing, mm-hmm. and uh, I I was I, I went to do the. Oh shit! There's Kyle comedian because I don't really like a lot of current comedians in general. But he's just, this guy right here is one of my favorites. Get on out of here! Yeah, so so, I, so I, I gushed to him a, a little bit, and then got a little fanboy. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I <laughs> got a little tongue-tied.
3: It went both ways, though. and
2: uh, <laughs> and yeah, he feigned you know being interested in uh, Stu Sama and stuff. Um, but the first thing he wanted to know was if i remember this one particular show in uh at the metro in in chicago uh i let him Sam my am show yeah oh yeah, well, yeah. He, he can tell it better what, what year did you guys play the metro i mean we played maybe like six times in the 90s or more whatever is this hmm. no this is
3: a late 90s this one that or, we're about
2: to talk about is like maybe like it's mid mid 90s i think it's like 96 man
3: okay okay
2: but take it away. Tell
3: oh, okay. I hadn't seen Sam I Am, and my friend Greg was a big fan. And then I'd listen to some and I'm like, oh yeah, Sam I Am's. coming." like I would love go to show, especially at the Metro. And I'm like, oh, I see Sam I Am, and I don't remember who was opening for you guys, but you're up there, and it's a good show. I don't think it was too too crowded in there. No, like yeah. the Metro is a place that fits maybe like twelve hundred people. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm trying yeah. to think. Metro it's a deceptively
2: is- large. And, thing, yeah. yeah, we're, what, we're how a band. That- the
1: Metro compared to like, uh, what is it like uh size of like the region?
2: uh when well, the region can squish and get bigger and smaller they move the stage it's it's like basically it's the size of uh the Fonda Fonda yeah about the size of Fonda so we would play there yeah. all through the 90s but we were always like at most like a 5 or 600 person band so, and this show, this particular show was probably like 500 people mm-hmm. which was good there cuz it's a you know it's not yeah, deep, it's, it's wide it's not deep so like when you're on stage and you look out it's like hey it's pretty
3: okay yeah. but yeah it was not like some kind of pack show it's deceptively a, a large venue yeah but we're still a decent amount of people there. And uh, you guys are about to rip into another song. And a fella uh, that fronted a band called Luke Skywalker, when 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 Ska couldn't exist unless it was pun-based. Skywalker. <laughs> I think everybody that, like, I think now if you come up with a pun, like, if you came up with a pun, you had to be in a Ska band. Now you have to open a food truck. Like, it's just like, that's three puns in a row. I'm glad Scott died. Here's your taco truck. (laughs) Scott is not (laughs) dead,
1: actually. I'm sure there's uh, there's a patch
3: you could buy that says Scott is not dead. Uh. This guy was just, just sounded like he ate ashtrays. Like, there was this wave (laughs) of, like, this third wave Scott that was just a mess coming through. I mean, whatever that third wave Scott was just, like... Guys that seem like they're trying to saw their guitar in half with the upstroke and just sloppy horns. It's just this garbage genre that I'm still entertained. You're at your best, and (laughs) you describe things you don't like. (laughs) Well, that's when you get passionate, you know? When you like something, you're just like, yeah, that's cool. When you hate something, you're like, and let me tell you in another thing. But, But no, that's the thing. I like that scene, but... Yeah, Luke Skywalker was something else. They were no Op, op Ivy. No, no, they were no.
1: They
3: were Remember no M- Jack 330. the and... Suicide Machines? Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. MU 330. Yeah,
1: I fucking haven't thought about that man a the long little time. little mustard plug if you want to talk uh, about your Michigan fellas. Plug. <laughs> from Grand Rapids, yeah. No, Jack Kevorkian Michigan, Michigan and
3: Wisconsin love churning out ska. What was it? Was uh, it the German white influence? White people. I
1: don't know what it was. But I think was it was the Polka. Was it like the polka? polka? The Polish people. You know, it's like the polka kind of influenced this whole, like, ska thing. And they, they, already just had the instruments. It.
3: they already had the instruments laying around. Uh, I don't
1: get it. Yeah. And so many girls love ska. They didn't like punk, but they love ska. Because it wasn't so, in, like, aggressive. It's accessible. We're, we're, well, this, we're
3: drifting off the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's L- get back L- to the L- point Squ- here. Group. So he was, I forget what song he was requesting. Was he requesting? For, I thought he was just heckling. Or oh. He was just heckling, but I thought... Heckling I, you? I, was, oh, I remember... You tell the story,
2: but well, I, I think I'll tell the story after you tell it from my perspective. Well, yeah, because... <laughs> I, I think we argued about this when we met, actually. Well,
3: we could argue about it now. Not no, argue, I, but we had different perspectives. Well, cause, yeah, I, I, I thought it was a... Because I thought... Who was drunk? Well, well was, <laughs> if I could get beer, I was the drunkest at that point. But then... Really,
2: what, what he, I remember was he... There's a guy on the balcony while we we're playing, and in between the song... He, like yeah. song after song he was yelling like faggots you fucking faggots yeah. <laughs> and so I thought that there's a guy up in the, on the balcony the at, this, uh, at this place <laughs> that hated us Why would
1: you go to the show and yell that? I don't know. Yeah. Okay.
3: I mean, if we're going to try and break down behaviors (laughs) at punk shows, oh boy. We we, got a few. Yeah. So that's my carry on. But that was my. Okay. I didn't because I was down. It was definitely a heckle that
2: started this from from the stage perspective.
3: And it was the singer's Brian. This shit oh dude no,
1: from you
2: know, luke luke skywalker no, no. jason's gonna be the only yeah. guy that loves you more he, uh, I, almost I, as much as me is, is, is you him. know what's so I didn't, he's sad, his sad sister, he
3: No, this. his sister told me like oh yeah i didn't know you were hanging out with my brother yeah who's like because of music yeah that's my brother like yeah, yeah. amy miller yeah yes yeah. like yeah wait what the singer what? sam
2: i am's uh sister is a comedian Oh wow, Jason's sisters? Yeah, who I mean, yeah, just put that. an album out? Oh, nice. We, we can cut out oh. the the part where we call them Brian, can't we? Don't just nah, let me just.
3: I'm, I'm not. I'm not up for editing to make myself look good. I know who I am. <laughs> Jason, I'm very sorry. He's owning I'm it. Very He's sorry. owning
1: it. Yeah. As if Jason's going to listen to this. He will listen to it, because <laughs>
2: he does kind of love me a little bit, but he fucking loves Kyle. So, okay, well, so what happened? Let's get
1: back to the story. Mistaken
3: names aside, all credit to Jason for how this situation was handled, because I thought he was requesting a song, The Heckler, because I thought he said, we'll play it if you suck my dick. Something with that ended with suck <laughs> Yeah, you suck tell it your way. I'm going to tell it really okay. quickly after Do oh, you have a song
1: it. called Fuck You, Faggots? Is that a... Well, this
3: is where the... This, <laughs> I guess we will now. all <laughs> have it's, it's a version. It's a protest anthem. Just and get uh, it. But so I just heard something, something if you suck my dick. And so he got on stage. Uh, Luke from Luke Skywalker was like, all right, I'll suck your dick. And Jason was
1: like... <laughs> <laughs>
3: and... Wow.
1: I don't think, I I I think, I don't think, I think I've ever he heard stood this. I
3: there, and then it's like, I've never seen a game of gay chicken go further until what would be conception i guess because then luke like unzipped his a... unzipped his pants reached in and got his dick out and he was still sitting there like i'm no i'm gonna win and the mo the move that i remember is <laughs> the dude from luke skywalker <laughs> had, was holding his dick with two fingers looked at the audience wiggled it <laughs> And then just went for it, like went in with his mouth. And that's when he was like, all right, no,
1: no, no, we're not doing that. Oh, this. wait. So wait, did did lips contact No, penis? like, that,
3: no, it was.
2: No, but it was like. It was that close. I was on the stage right next to it. <laughs> were
1: left. you guys playing or did you stop no, playing so between it songs. Oh, okay. All right.
2: Beca- because basically, okay, so that's. I want to hear your. I'm sure, story, hear your I'm sure that's what happened, but it's 20 years ago, whatever. My memory was, so we're playing the show, this big old balcony. And in between songs, there's some guy yelling us, "Hey faggot!" Right? Yeah. Uh, Jason grew up in a place called El Sobrane, which is really back ass word. So he has a very low tolerance for racism, sexism, homophobia. Like uh, as I guess we all are, but he yeah. especially because he just grew up with that. So he just heard, "Hey fag." This is how I remember it. Maybe mm. I'm wrong. Jason could be a caller next week to say you guys. Are right now, <laughs> uh, he 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 just finally broke after like three in between songs where he's hearing this, and he goes he goes We're faggots. We're fag- like, why don't you show us what faggots we are? Why don't you come down here and suck my dick? And okay. to this guy Luke's credit, <laughs> he was on this balcony. He's, he's getting, <laughs> getting called out. Twenty foot high yeah. balcony. He did not go. He didn't disappear for a second. Go down the stairs and stuff. He somehow he climbed over their edge and <laughs> climbed, jumped 10 feet. God, these and ska hung. guys are so hardcore. And then there's this proof <laughs> big group of people. He parted everyone of uh, the people, went through, climbed over the barrier thing, got on stage, gone on his knees, and Jason is like sort of like a comedian dirty heckler who almost always wins comedians yeah. because they have, because they're smarter A and B because they have a microphone. They have the microphone, yeah, so yeah. Jason's not. <laughs> sorry, Jason, you're not are smarter than the people that are it's like a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking singer. He's gonna love that. <laughs> he's a smart guy, but he's not necessarily smarter. It's- as we saw he wasn't smarter than <laughs> I the bet Luke you guy. he's
1: probably smarter than Luke Skywalker <laughs> well I w- you would <laughs> think and you yeah, thought but so
2: but basically yeah as, he, as Kyle put it he played gay chicken uh, yeah and Jason uh, is pretty okay with his body and his sexuality and everything so if anyone's gonna let someone suck his dick in front of like <laughs> a hot cu- bunch of people it would be Jason <laughs> And I was actually sitting there, you know, like I had, I had my, my, my elbow on my guitar and I was like, yeah. my, my <laughs> was like where, how wait, is this going to play out? Because this, goes. because this, this, going back to Pennywise, I'm pretty sure the singer
3: Penny, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure you would that have someone.
1: Wait. Set the scene. Was there a hush in the crowd or are people just like cheering?
3: Well, everybody in the audience knew who the guy was too. Like, oh, he's going to suck his dick. <laughs> <laughs> the audience is like, oh, that's so a different Luke That this, guy's a fucking maniac. But he's Has he done this before? But he's not gay. No, I think he's just one of those people that just is going to do whatever that. it takes but Jason, to win. Well, but you know,
2: I mean, like, people don't know Jason personally, but Jason's the kind of guy that would do whatever it takes to win. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he isn't in this case. Because basically, what happened is uh, Luke, as so now I, I can <laughs> him, wish him. I knew his ex- <laughs> He <laughs> unsipped Jason's pants unaided. And all this whole time that what I'm about to describe, Jason's like making comments on the microphone, like, Oh yeah, motherfucker, you're gonna do this. Oh yeah, you're gonna suck my leg. oh yeah. <laughs> very, very confidently. Super confidently. Uh, because he's like, This guy is gonna get right to the end and he's gonna puss out, I'm gonna win, I got the microphone, and we're gonna jam on the next M.I.M. <laughs> it's gonna be such a triumph version of our little stupid song, whatever, our next song. But basically, he took it out. I remember very clearly, as Kyle this, described, yeah. he had a cigar. Jason has like a fat fucking sausage. <laughs> he had a cigar between his fingers, and it was millimeters from his lips, right? Yeah. And it, he looked back to the crowd, and it was just, he was just, he committed. He completely, and Jason nah, said yeah he's gonna do yeah, it and, and it Jason like, yeah. just said fuck it you win I'm embarrassed like he gave him all the pra- <laughs> praise in the world or whatever and the guy hugged him and did a stage dive
3: and we played a song the, the you fact gotta fact that admire that, that, both that though both parties got to the point where you're, you won't suck my dick that's out in front of 500 people and he held it thumb and forefinger wiggled it at the audience <laughs> like in, in, in my
2: dreams but he wiggled it and a drop of pee fell out <laughs> and he was going out of <laughs> Like a glistened in the freaking It's like the Cuban life. Missile Crisis here. <laughs> Jesus. But the thing
4: the <laughs> thing, <laughs> People don't realize how down to the wire it was. Whether Kyle's
2: version 3 or mine is, it's immaterial. It was a great story. Like Luke is an amazing human. Yeah. Jason's an amazing human too. I'm glad that we were both there to see that. But uh, on uh, Kyle's... <laughs> Yeah. So your your new way your I, I, newest record your most recorded it at right the Metro his his Comedy Central hour long special he yeah. he said something about putting ketchup on a hot dog and then the Chicago aficionados of hot dogs yeah. gave a groan and his reaction was uh, oh like I'm so dangerous like fucking with you guys I saw the singer Sam I am. Uh, Almost get a blowjob on, or actually, I think he said he got get a blowjob on the stage.
3: Did I Which is hilarious. Falsely report that (laughs) because
2: (laughs) ninety nine percent of people people watching, (laughs) like, yeah, ninety nine percent watching Comedy Central are like, what is a Sam I am? I don't understand what it is, (laughs) and how do we go from hot dogs to blowjobs and stuff? So I felt like he did a special little joke for like me and Jason. Oh. Like, it was like, yeah, like tailored like, for you guys. Well, that was special. I, wa- I watched it. Actually, someone Pretty sent heartwarming. it. heartwarming. Someone sent sent, <laughs> sent it to me or sent me a link to it, an illegal link. Sorry about that. Well, that's it. I, I know how it works. I could go, go to 20 minutes and 32 seconds or whatever and I seriously almost fell out of my chair. It was like so <laughs> heartwarming. Like I was like, I, re- I already loved you, but I was like, God, I love
3: this guy right here. Well that was <laughs> but that came from a point where I was like I was taping the show and I still want it was weird because I never thought I'd be able to tape a comedy special at Metro. They don't have comedy shows. Vic has comedy shows at other places in the city. But then in I was the drinking Metro, yeah. yeah, I was drinking at Ginger Man with Brendan Kelly oh, and God, Joe Shanahan who runs the owns the Metro. And uh, oh, their publicist and I can't remember her name, and I feel bad because she's kind of the one that started this. She's like, "You just record one here," and then Joe Shan's like, "Yeah, record your special over here." I'm like, I didn't think you guys would allow something like that. Like, you could, yeah, you want to do a special, record a special at Metro, and that's the place where I saw so many concerts oh, that so many changed my life there, yeah. and that got me that really informed comedy. Like as much comedy that I watched that informed comedy, it was also seeing. It was like seeing Larry. It was seeing Larry from Peg Boy, just be the most honest, like older than the whole crowd. Dry heaving between songs, and still be like, "Thanks, you guys, for being here. If, <laughs> if you guys didn't come to these shows, I'd blow my brains out." Anyway, here we go. Here's, yes. super, here's a song called Superstar, and so that was a moment where, I'm like, oh, I'm on the same stage that I got to see all these things, and then people were booing me for the hot dog thing, and I thought it was great because I'm like, man, I saw. Dude from Sam. I have a job, Brian from Sam. <laughs> yeah, you like, know Brian,
1: <laughs> now dude, that that I kind of miss that place. It's still around, isn't oh, it? Yeah. yeah, they
3: just shut Double Door though.
1: Ah, uh, they shut Double yeah, Door down. Man. God, I remember uh, when I was living in Wicker Park, the Stones played there. That was, yeah, yeah. You remember that? I remember that. You couldn't I remember, get tickets to that.
3: I remember playing, we played at the uh, big horse next door, which is the, the big Tiger horse. Restaurant. That you had to walk through a oh taco God. restaurant. I That's not unload- there anymore. No, no. Yeah. But I remember unloading one night, and somebody you could tell like, like just a well-to-do woman, attractive, probably had money, lived in the neighborhood. Saw me unloading for. The- it's like, oh, you guys playing at the double door now
5: <laughs> no but if you walk through this
3: taco restaurant next door i'll be in the back room that smells like piss in about four hours from now i could st- put you on the list if you want
1: i used to see the band johnny vomit play there do you ever see them oh
3: probably i'm trying to remember they, they
1: used to play at the big horse all the time it's fucking taqueria with a stage in the back Who would oh I- that place is amazing there was a
3: three-piece where everybody in the band was over 250 pounds and would still end every set like a Nirvana show or like just jumping into the drum set I get so worried for him just so much human mass just going, in, going word into word like a, by the drum set. a thorny drum kit there's just so many appendages and claws I'm like you're too big for this you're gonna get impaled
1: anyway we got we got to move on we got some stories to get to got segments um, yeah this is that uh, people. people's episode 572 here at Singular. we have news coming up next we have phone calls after that but first here's a word from Adam Eve. it's button plug month on adamandeve.com show that you still care by bringing
3: something new into the bedroom and by something new i mean a butt plug because if you order right now and use coupon code diddle you get 50 percent off your first item a gift so sensual i can't even tell you about it on this podcast that talks about murder and bukkake and on top of all of that free shipping Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor,
1: AdamandEve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E. So, um, what do you guys think about uh, menstruation? Like, what's your feelings about menstruation? Like, I'm for it. Your personal opinion.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's kind of necessary.
2: It's easy for, you... for us to be for it, though. We don't have to go
1: through it. I, I thought
3: you said It's easier for a woman to have it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but have you ever thought, like, why do they use tampons? Why do they use maxi pads? Why haven't? Why hasn't someone come along and just created a better device for that?
3: Are you going to talk about?
1: A, you heard about this? A diva cup? No, but uh, if, no. Actually, that's a, that's a different thing. But yeah,
3: but the, but I mean, I the diva cup is. Have you ever dated it. a
1: girl that had one of those?
3: No, I just heard about it today.
1: Uh, I mean, no, we we've, we've had. Um, there's a girl that used to be our one of our biggest fans used to send us diva cup paintings like menstrual blood paintings oh yeah yeah that she did with it that's a thing So a lesbians do that like they, they they get their diva cups and they paint stuff with it only lesbians um, no it's a it's a big like lesbian thing though like uh okay, but, like if you go well, on you know how to online, get yourself in 13. trouble talking about I'm, I'm not even <laughs> i'm not even trying to sound like you know it's I'm you sure know, a lot being of... stereotypical or racist or homophobic or any, anything it's just if you go there's a lot of lesbian blogs that talk about painting with diva cups Okay. It's a thing. You it's could, a thing.
2: You could like men, and you could do that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I guess you. Yeah, but I mean, I guess you could. Uh, however, have you ever dated a girl that had a diva club? No, Fucking I don't even know what it gnarly. is. Tell me what it is. Gnarly. Tell me, I'm the one of the. It's, it, it's kind of like Sona. this, like kind of gelatinous like sort of cup that you just shove up there and it catches all the uh you know the, the menstrual blood and they just pour it out so instead of using a tampon or a maxi pad is it a basically
2: a tampon that's made out of plastic no it's like, no, a, it it's like catches a it like a gelatinous
1: and then like you cup. can reuse the yeah.
3: cup oh you clean it off you clean it yeah
1: and you yeah you wash it and you clean it off it's just, it's just kind of gnarly but anyway this uh this, this story that's been going around this week has, has been creating a little bit of controversy a lot of women were sort of upset a male chiropractor wants women to use a, a new method to contain menstrual flow. Um, he calls it Menzies. Menzies. He invented this. Um, more or less, it's it's pussy glue, it's, it's, it's vagina glue. Um, this guy's named Dr. Dan Dops, and I'm, I'm using the term doctor uh, lately. He's actually a chiropractor. And I don't Can you <laughs> consider a chiropractor a doctor? Yeah.
3: Isn't that like a Seinfeldian? Argument.
1: I don't. I, I don't know. It, Have it, you ever it, been it to one?
2: Essentially, uh, no. But my brother has back problems, and he has
1: uh, to a chiropractor. Yeah. I don't know, man. I I, I feel like the, the the whole holistic approach to that is is just going to cause you damage in the end. It's like a physical therapist or something.
2: Yeah, I don't know. But hey, I, I've never okay. been
1: to a decent chiropractor. I've only been a chiropractor once, and he kind of fucked my back up. But I've never went to a chiropractor that solved my menstruation problems. Yes. Um, but anyway, this guy's from Wichita, Kansas. He came up with a novel solution to the non-problem <laughs> menstruation. He calls it Menzies. And uh, basically, you just glue your labia together, trap the blood inside, and then you pee it out at your leisure. It's no different than waking up with your, your, your lips, your mouth lips stuck together.
3: I wouldn't want that to ever happen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, Imagine think- waking up and your mouth's glued shut. Well, That's terrible.
1: I think his point is, have you ever woke up you know, with your lips kind of stuck together, and then you sort of pull them apart, it kind of hurts, but, but it's fun. This, is, this guy actually wrote this. Um, but all you had to do was wet your lips from the inside with saliva, and they became unstuck. And this is the principle he used behind his uh, new device. Glue your pussy Couldn't shot.
2: Couldn't he have you hired a woman to be the face
3: of his, of his product? I think, no I, single woman is uh, going, yeah, I'll do it, and yeah, yeah. glue it up. I think he that's,
1: that's the problem, because yeah. I don't think any woman's like, oh, wow, this is a novel yeah, approach Yeah, fold to my maturation. lips over
3: like an empanada crust to make sure I, I can never... Uh, <laughs> this guy sounds like he knows what to do with my labia. Yeah.
1: He says, uh, it's a natural combination of amino acids and oil in a lipstick applicator, and it's applied to the lips down under during the period. It causes them to stick together, strong enough to prevent leakage. That is, until the user urinates, and the urine instantly unsticks the labia and allows everything to wash out into the toilet. Does that make sense? You guys getting this? Yeah. I mean... <laughs> sew it shut until you're ready to unload. Do you think he was, like, cracking a back, and then all of a sudden had this, like, brilliant realization, just like, or just, I just know yeah, how to how, stop menstruation. How
3: appalled by the female body are you? We're like, I gotta think of a better way for these ladies, because <laughs> I can't stand...
1: Menstruation, like is he that disgusted? Has he had a lot of like yeah. you know, period incidents, from, and, like tampon incidents, yeah, tampon from, mishaps? From the
3: dawn of time, a female has never been like, "What if we? What if we glue it shut?" Is, is they, he, You know why they haven't said that? Because it's a terrible idea. And, but and let, let me
2: be concentrating on people's bad backs and stuff. Yeah, does like,
3: he even?
1: Well, yeah. well let, let a dude arm tra- chair menstruate. <laughs> the other thing too is women don't pee from their vagina. I don't know if men know this you know you, you they actually pee from another part like the urethra, urethra isn't the vagina so it's like you're gluing that thing shut it doesn't necessarily work like that i was just hoping you just pee all over the rest
3: of your <laughs> vagina
1: <laughs> so uh the patent for this lipstick was actually granted on january 10th but it hasn't hit the market yet according to uh, dr Dobbs, only a small number of women have actually tried the product which i find kind of shocking you think a lot of women would be really stoked about this? Um, give it a whirl, you know. Uh, Menzies Technologies will not manufacture the lipstick; it's a personal hygiene product and should not be shared with others, so they say. So they're planning to sell it to someone like Procter and Gamble or Kimberly Clark. Um, and he actually says that one personal care product company has actually shown interest, which I find kind of surprising. But is it, I don't know.
2: Is it called Menzies? Men mend, mend? men m e
1: n s e z so it's almost like men says like oh, that, men says you got to deal with your tampon I issues i thought
3: going to be really pissed off about I, it. I thought it was a menzinger i thought it was mend like you're mending it you're mending you, your you're open. mending your wound that's the worst yeah, so you're well, mending your ever open vagina i
1: think it's like kind of like a double entendre thing like menzie's your menzie's and then also men says I think oh it's kind of a God. thing, yeah. That, that's what makes me think this. I'm smelling hoax with I, this. I thing. hope this guy's yes, a real sound hoaxy. good. It, it sounds very hoaxy.
3: Where did you get it? from? Aren't you supposed to What's be like your source? Forbes,
1: Make- actually, Forbes magazine interviewed the guy, and it's been it's been making the rounds on the internet. But uh, yeah, I looked it up because usually what I do is like someone a, a girl sent this in. Shauna sent this in on Facebook, and she says, "Is this your new sponsor?" Which Believe me, I'm not opposed to having these guys sponsor. Anyone who's going to give me money for this show. Yeah. They need, they need um, to
2: make some money before they can afford you. And you'd be
3: like, how, do the, how does the product work? And they'll just say, our lips are sealed. <laughs> this guy, if I wanted to go in, guy, he's always to working. Go into copywriting. <laughs> if I wanted to go into copywriting. This is perfect. I'd be living up on that hill, I'll tell you.
1: He just- says at this point, they're just introducing the concept to the public. It's just an introductory phase. But there seems to be a lot of questions coming up here, uh, such as, how is this better than the pre-existing options? Who thinks it's kind of fun to have their lips stuck together? And what kind of glue forms a seal that can be broken by piss, but not by, like, sweat or blood? Or you know, th- it just doesn't make any sense. And, <laughs> and a lot of women are really upset that, uh, that you know, does, does he think women actually pee out of their vaginas? So a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, um, women are up in arms about that. Um, but anyway, when they, when, uh, women suggest after reading this, that the guy's a misogynist, he got a bit salty, got a little salty. There's no way to what? react. Got a little once, salty.
2: Once you do get attacked for being misogynist, you should probably just like go back in your cave and forget about it because well, the, the guy is, you defend himself. he's an
1: older guy. He's not a young guy. Yeah. You know, this is like, he's an older dude. And he said, you <laughs> as a woman should have come up with a better solution than diapers and plugs, but you didn't. Reason being, women are focused on and distracted by your period 25% of the time, oh, no. making them far less productive wow. than they could oh, be. God. He
3: sounds like Trumpy a little bit. <laughs> that's, that's like he had a client as his chiropractor. Jeez, oh, if you could just glue that thing shut, maybe uh, I wouldn't get so much attitude out of you.
1: Uh, he says women tend to be far more creative than men, but their periods stifle them and play with oh, their heads. Gee whiz. That did not go He's well. He's not married, is he? I think go-
3: <laughs> He's <laughs> not married. Also, what was the R&D process for this? Like I, what know, was he using? I think
2: maybe that might be the end thing for this guy that there will be R&D and he'll be involved.
1: Well, um, actually, that's a good point. But I, that's the thing. It's like, don't you think he would have tested this on a lot of women?
3: That's what I'm saying. Like, what's he doing at home before he can ask the first woman to try to glue her vagina shut? What's he using around the house? Dog. The real doll. dog.
1: It's dog. <laughs> it's dog. Oh, now I'm sad. The dog hasn't been spayed yet. It works. <laughs> You know, I wonder if it works on assholes. Like, if you have, like, a bad... You know, you eat some Taco Bell, bad case of the trots. You don't want that.
3: You want that to <laughs> oh, leave your body. That way. No, But,
1: I mean, let's say you gotta do... Let's say you gotta do a stand-up routine. You don't have time to, you know...
3: No, now you're into... You're going into human centipede territory with the science on this. <laughs> like, you don't want... You want that to leave your body.
1: Well, you do, but, I mean, I'm just saying there's, like, inopportune moments.
3: If I have to take a shit... <laughs> and I even think about touching my asshole, that shit will be everywhere. Like, that's a guaranteed fact. Just even like, the
1: thought of it. <clears> throat>
3: have throat> you ever, like, okay, if I'm going to get graphic here, have you ever, like.
1: <laughs> Not on this show. Like, Wrong <laughs> podcasts, you get graphic about <laughs> <and commercial. laughs> shit.
3: Like, if you think you're done taking a shit and you wipe, and then just the stimulation of it, you just shit a bunch more.
1: I don't know if I've ever really Are you talking about like if, it's like, if like a beer shit or just like a regular shit? I'm just shit? talking
3: like you're holding in a, a bowel movement. Let's go back to some more holding decent in a language. PM. All right. And then you just like touch around down there, everything opens up.
1: Are you saying like like if you're, you know, on the toilet already?
3: How are you going to get into your asshole to glue it? <laughs> If you're already clenching it together so hard,
2: I'm just I wish, saying. If, I wish this was a video podcast because he's fucking. <laughs> his face is so serious right now.
1: I'm just saying. Like, do you think it could work? No, clearly no. The I don't logistics know. It, are all wrong. If you're okay, if you if if you don't have a shit, let's okay. Let's say this. Let's say you know you're probably gonna have diarrhea within the next 30 minutes. So your is still kind of dry. If you put it up there, stick it in, hold your butt shut. Possibly, it could it could be like you know a dam. But then like,
3: you're going to go against the natural instinct to hold your butt shut when the diarrhea comes, and that sweat's going to just open up the glue
1: anyway. Well, so you're know, saying sweat; it's only it's only urine. That this guy's <laughs>
3: full of shit. But you know, Don't he, glue your asshole shut. But we've we, we've Let actually do what it's supposed to do. We've actually
2: brainstormed this product, though. He he should have stuck with what he knows, which is. A male or anyone's asshole he shouldn't have tried to go into this women territory because he's obviously really bad about it
1: well i yeah. agree with what Kyle is saying though it's like does this guy have that big of a problem with menstruation yeah like, is it that big of an issue that you're I mean, like a tampons aren't going to fix let's, this problem he's trying to make a buck here right yeah so he's not
3: you, trying to make the world better
1: no i don't i doubt it i mean i think this i think that's why i think it's kind of a hoax uh, he insists that the concept is being misunderstood and it has large wide social implications for women Yeah, you know? no way I don't know I, it, it's just yeah
3: I, I'm an feeling old, an old chiropractor from Wichita <laughs> from finally Wichita Kansas this age old question apparently
1: he took his Facebook page down but I guess it's, it's it's been back up since so go check it out it's called Men Says who knows maybe we'll hit the market it's I wouldn't mind buying some to give it out as prizes for listeners you know, it's kind of a cool... Or that's almost kind that would, of a cool thing to like give cool. as, a, as a Christmas gift or something. Like a I, stocking uh, stuffer. Gluing
3: ass cheeks together is what Emilio Estevez <laughs> did in Breakfast Club as a punishment to somebody.
1: Oh, he did. I forgot about it. It's like a jock thing to do. I've
3: never didn't heard did he use of that. like
1: super glue though? Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. I've never heard of that.
3: Neither have I. Just in that movie. it seemed
1: very, <laughs> it seemed very cruel. Although I'm surprised that uh, something like that didn't happen in my high school. Yeah, there's a lot lot of that just kind of like borderline, like homophobic slash actually very homosexual bullying that takes place. Yeah,
2: Jocko Homo is a term. Yeah, Jocko
1: Homo, yeah. Yeah. You'd think that would have come up. Anyway, I still think that's a hoax. We'll find out. Let's hope so. Yeah, we'll see. A lot of women on Jezebel are very upset about that article. (laughs) I'm sure. That's how I found it. All right. (laughs) Second story here. I found this one. It's uh, probably my favorite story of the week. Um Mm -hmm. And it can only happen in Utah. Utah man charged for allegedly sending two of his wives dressed as ninjas to kill a teen girl that he had sexually abused. Are you processing that? Two two of his wives dressed as ninjas. A Utah man has three wives and he forced them to call him Lord. He's been charged for allegedly deploying two of them dressed as ninjas to uh, kill a teenager that he had sexually abused. You know, What's the deal? Why why do all the the best poly, like polygamous cults come from Utah?
3: What did the Repression? third wife do to get kicked out of the Ninja Crew? She just didn't care.
1: <laughs> She's too fat. She's not stealthy <laughs> enough. <laughs> Maybe the uh,
3: <clears throat> the year t- year long Halloween <laughs> store only had two Ninja two costumes. Two outfits.
1: <laughs> but you know, they always have like these <laughs> amazing polygamous cults. I know polygamy. You know, it's kind of. Yeah. Uh, it's legal there, but you'd think there would be other polygamous cults in other states or just some kind of weird religious are there law that, I
3: mean, are they more tolerant of that?
1: Towards it's flip? still
3: illegal, right? Like, I'm confused on the laws of that. Like, polygamy oh, no, I illegal. think the Mormon,
1: Mormons can do it. It's sister wives. Remember that show, Big Love? Mm-hmm. But it's illegal to have
3: multiple wives.
1: I'm not sure. Maybe in Isn't Utah, it, it's It's fine. called... Bigamy. bigamy. yeah.
2: Yeah, no, I think it's... it's are
1: there bigamy laws? I don't know. I mean, we sound really stupid expert. right here. Ah, well, whatever. It seems like
2: it would be illegal, but it's pro- it probably like just exceptional, uh, accepted socially, and so it happens sort of under the table kind of thing, maybe. I, th- I actually think,
1: like you can, I think you can do state, that They're married in the they're married in the church. I think in Utah, I think it's like, yeah, if you're you a Mormon, be, you're allowed to have multiple wives. You would well,
2: think it would be like a federal thing, and not being allowed more than one wife.
1: You always hear about these weird cults, So like that guy, uh, Jeffrey, what? is that cult leader? Yep. I mean, he had like, I don't know, eight wives.
2: I guess we're just advertising our ignorance right here. Three well, wives I, that
3: just don't know. I, well, yeah, I mean, I'm all about... That's... And again, I hate things that are part of my stand-up thing, but it's always because I'm fascinated with it. Like, I'm kind of okay with most cults early on. Like, the start of cults... In the beginning? Always seems... Like, yeah, we just want to go live in this mansion together and have a garden. I'm like, man, yeah, Play some yeah, music. I don't fit in. You don't fit in either. Let's fit it, in together. It always sounds ideal yeah. until uh, the megalomani- uh, megalomaniacal white dude One thinks guy, he has yeah. to fuck everybody. The guy with
1: the messianic complex ends yeah. up raping and, children. And we're also
3: plowing over the part of the story that he sent them to kill <laughs> a teenager. He's sexually abused. Yeah.
1: Well, he's probably recruiting another wife. But, but, but here's the here's one of my favorite parts of the story though. This guy's name is the perfect name for a cult leader, Kane Blackwing. Wow. Kane Blackwing. Yeah. This sounds like a villain, like an X Men villain. He is. Yeah. Now, well, now he is. Forty seven getting... years old faces new charges for allegedly plotting the slaying of a girl that he was convicted of abusing. Um, mm. this initial conviction came in 2014 when the girl was only 14 years old. Wow. But it, she's currently on trial now. So four days before the girl was supposed to testify in court against Blackwing, two women dressed as ninjas, wearing black masks, the outfit, and guns, they had guns, and armed with a stun gun, knife, screwdriver, matches, syringes, and saran wrap broke into the girl's home. The girl was staying there with her mother and the mother's fiancé, who happens to be Blackwing's half-brother. And this is also awesome. The couple fought off the so-called polygamous ninjas with the fiancé, Using a sword in household combat, he said that uh, she came at me with a stun gun, he instinctively blocked it with his arm. He hit her in the head, then jumped on top of her, grabbed his sword off the mantle, unsheathed it, told her to sit down. If she moved, she'd lose body parts. How amazing is that? Oh, okay, <laughs> I got it. there's a couple points.
3: I think this is going to be good for Kyle for his next. Uh, I, I let's think just, live, yeah. just let it. Let's li- let it live organically here, but. The only thing ninja related was that they were wearing all black.
1: I think they're wearing the and ninja the, outfits, like the balaclava you know, the balaclava and the mask and all that. But
3: that's it. Then they just had like a Larry the Cable Guy tool belt.
2: <laughs> Utah version <laughs> of a ninja.
3: Yeah, like the, there's nothing ninja related other than well, we got to dress sneaky. And it was nighttime. It, and I don't think yeah. they're
1: trained ninjas. Like I don't think they're using shadows. Oh no, shadows no that's, that's and been stealth. made clear yeah.
3: early on. <laughs> I don't know how many uh, polygamous Utah sister wives are also like, oh, by the way, we got our group martial arts class. I don't know what kind of polygamous husband's like, yeah, I'd like all my wives to go through – Kenpo Karate together, so as a group, they know how to murder me <laughs> in not, eight months when they get their purple belts together at the same class.
1: I think they should have used the gym.
3: collective anger directed towards <laughs> me.
1: Also, this guy had a sword on his, mantle, <laughs> on his mantle,
3: which is always an Asian sword.
1: Yeah, it's probably a katana. Yeah. do like A samurai sword or yeah, something? Yeah, just
3: the leftover from the 80s like, fuck it could be. Sword. It could be
1: like a... Uh king arthur round table no see, i've gone through I doubt like, it. The,
3: those okay those are impractical the large excalibur type swords are you talking swords? about like, yeah, like no. the conan the barbarian he might sword. be a professor. you're not gonna you, wield that no, you ever see utah in the house though you're gonna want you're gonna want a samurai sword you want something for close range and that's probably it's probably he probably you couldn't had, even like those... raise an excalibur sword in a regular domicile <laughs>
1: Do, do you own any swords? I just, I know.
3: I counted by five times. <laughs> I'm aware. That's the type of sword. That's a big sword. It's a heavy, it's for show. Okay. I don't, a scimitar, I, that's for it's ceremon- cimitar, it's ceremonial yeah. only. I wish
2: to apologize to you because you're looking at me very sternly
1: right now. Uh,
3: well, I'm just getting into it. You're this. being
1: rebuked because I, I don't think you understand. <laughs> okay, the, I know. The I apologize. Swords. You guys continue katanas talking.
3: Are, katanas can be a useful blade if necessary, but also with the decoration on the sheath can work on a mantle.
1: Yeah, and you if you've seen those. You can buy them in Chinatown. No, you got the you know the... I live in Little Tokyo, I know. Oh yeah, yeah you've yeah. seen those there. I bet you it was one of those. Okay. And the guy maybe this guy was a ninja. I don't know. I, I'm thinking these girls should have used Jim Kata. You're familiar with that? No. It's a lot of
3: it's gymnastics
1: and, and it's karate. karate. Kata. You don't remember that movie? No. It was, it was called Jim It was called Jim Kata. It's
3: the only reason anybody knows what Jim <laughs> is. But I'm thinking, I, I'm thinking these. I have a mental picture <laughs> of the some, only reason that's ever entered the lexicon.
1: <laughs> although I do kind of want to open up a dojo that teaches Jim Kata. I just don't know how to somersault well.
2: I, I'm just picturing though these Utah women that uh, are willing to share this 47 year old prize husband right now, and I think maybe they might be kind of like, not, you know in shape kind of human beings well, you know
1: you bring up a, actually it's a good segue the two ninjas turned out to be raven blackwing age 22 and a 19 year old woman both sister wives of Kane blackwing so this guy is 47 years old makes these girls call himself lord and he's got a 22 year old and a 19 year old wife
3: I don't even think this has anything to do with Mormonism. I think this guy is just <laughs> this guy is doing his own thing. I think that is Mormonism. <laughs> it's
1: actually guys trying to get theirs. Dude, I I mean, it doesn't sound I mean, I know it's a little the names, crazy the, the, whole... The, the whole katana swords. <laughs> Sounds like just be going on at Bar sinister or something. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't guys kind of sound like Bar sinister? I did say barf, sinister there. Um, the ninjas told police that Blackwing instructed them to kill the girl because he believed that authorities would have to release him if she died. I don't think it works like that. But, hey, maybe in this guy's mind it does. They yeah. plotted the attempted murder for 11 weeks. Using a code where the killing was called, quote-unquote, playing a video game, they referred to their targets with names like Juggernaut, Boss, and Guards. So this was well thought out. Oh. It's meticulously planned.
3: I don't think sending your two wives in ninja outfits with a roll of duct tape is well thought out. <laughs> Saran wrap. You <laughs> thought out the speech. she was like, get them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so both the sister wives were convicted of charges for aggravated burglary, aggravated assault, and retaliation against a witness. Uh, new charges for Blackwing, who's actually already in jail, he was charged with solicitation for murder, conspiracy to commit ag- aggravated murder, and attempted aggravated murder. Has it been there for a while. Um, apparently, he, uh, he's still in a case for his relationship with the youngest sister wife, the 19-year-old. He met that woman when she was 17, and he started a sexual relationship with her. He had told the lady that she needs to call him Lord, and that if he ever bonded with a woman who became his, and the only way out of the relationship after that was death. So I think there was kind of like this mental sort of connection that they had. Well...
2: It's hard to be funny after something like that.
1: Are you going to start getting all Dr. Phil on me It's just like hair? last week. When
2: you talk about <laughs> underage girls being trapped, it's not.
3: Yeah, well, there's some stuff I don't necessarily think that we could put a lighthearted joke on. That's why I just wanted to focus on the ninja On outfits. the ninjas, That's, man. And the swords. And the swords. I, I
1: mean, it is kind of amazing, though, that the guy was just like, you know, first thing, is like, I'm unsheathing the sword. It's probably a good thing to keep swords by the door. I don't even own swords.
2: Well, I have a baseball bat next to my door, and people always tease me. But really, it's just there to prop my door open. But people, I'm skinny dork. Obviously, I couldn't ever <laughs> hit anyone under any circumstance over the head. I have, a, I have a machete.
3: But well, you look like you have a, well, you have a machete that. by your door. Yeah, my my mom got me a machete for Christmas
1: a couple of years ago.
3: No, I have it by my bed. <laughs> if somebody's breaking into your door and they get in the door, you're shit out of luck. I'm in bed.
1: Yeah, I mean, you have to grab a machete. I, you know, I have a pair of nunchucks that I keep in my nice You should have a nice machete. Thing. You're from
2: South Africa. You're... I
1: know. I don't know what I would do with the nunchucks. I'm not bad with them, but... But is South Africa, right? I don't know. Too much There's fear of a everywhere. self-inflicted wound with a nunchuck. With a nunchuck? I also think... But don't you think the shock... If you're like a, an assailant and you came into... Broke into someone's house and some guy was like whipping nunchucks around... Would you think twice before attacking? I would watch would them for
3: exactly 38 seconds until Wait they, they hit, they hit themselves in the head <laughs> yeah, and then take whatever I
2: wanted. could do
1: it between the legs.
2: <laughs> I think you get hurt a lot more
3: often than you hurt someone else when you have two sticks in your hand. Yeah.
1: You don't, Nobody you...
3: has those rates. They got the rates on self-inflicted <laughs> gunshot wounds, but nobody's a dipping into what happens with nunchucks in a home.
1: Did your parents ever uh, give a shit about you collecting weapons when you were a kid? Cause, I mean, I grew up in the 80s. You grew, grew up in the 80s. I grew up
2: in Berkeley. I, we Sasha and I never had guns, like toy I guns. I never had a gun. I guess no, toy, toy guns. Gun. We were not allowed to have toy guns. Plastic guns. That was awful. Wow, anymore. that's weird. Really? You
1: never had a cap gun or anything? I mean, there's a lot more weirder things about me. Than <laughs> <that>. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. That's just kind of strange. No, it's, Look uh, what happened know, to you know, him. It from makes a lot of, of sense my here. My parents,
2: my parents, <laughs> like I was... 60s Berkeley what
1: you're not supposed to have guns are you kidding me it was a shock to
2: me later in life when I realized normal people had a lot
3: of things
1: dude the the rabbi never gave a shit he would buy me ninja stars fucking nunchucks I I I remember
3: playing guns in the woods with a friend who had real guns like unloaded real guns I was just thinking about that the other day I'm like oh wait a minute we went out insane. yeah in the forest preserve with revolvers and pistols with just no bullets (laughs)
1: <laughs> did the dad, like, did his dad actually empty the bullets? He just go, had, you know. like, he was,
3: he was, uh, his dad was a World War Two vet, and his mom was a, was Japanese, and they were old, so they were old, like, so if I'm 40 now, and his parents had to be, like, 60 when we were little, yeah, little yeah, kids, yeah. you know? So they had just, I mean, like,
1: 70, big, like, big,
3: like, military family, and it was just like, yes, like, it almost reminds <laughs> me of, uh... I was like what was that one crazy summer where the guys on the beach like uh, uh, weird deep reference? But he keeps trying to get his son into weapons and everything. It was kind of like that. Like yeah, it's a it's a forty five pistol. No, see, there's no bullets in it. Anyway, let's go pretend cowboys and Indians or whatever. Like okay, cool. So but at the time, it. did
1: you think like wow, this is awesome? There cool. was
3: part of me that was like ah, probably shouldn't have this. But that's what makes this an extra special play day because <laughs> I get to play with a real it's gun. Realistic.
1: So. And I then, used to make my own. Like I'd make fucking bow and arrows and I remember shit. the ninja stars were a big yeah. thing?
3: People would get busted with ninja stars. My friend's dad would shoot guns in his basement, it was like a gun nut wow. and would shoot guns, we'd just be sitting in his room What's that noise like, My dad's just shooting in the basement. Just we're getting not, drunk. Getting gas I feel like pipes and everything. <laughs>
2: When you try to sell your house, they are like, what are all these craters in your, yeah. in
1: your foundation? It's the fucking Midwest, though. I mean, it's it, different out there. That's
3: just, it wasn't like some bumpkin thing. It was yes. next to one like, There was a, like a mark in the siding. I was like, oh, what happened? like, ah, my dad's crossbow went off in the garage, and <laughs> but, shot through a window <laughs> and hit the house and just stuck in the siding. There's a misfired crossbow <laughs> stuck in the side of his house. <laughs>
1: It, yeah, it is kinda of weird. I never I always wanted swords though. I always wanted like you know, big medieval sword. My parents never bought me any.
3: I would I, like if I would get like a pocket knife or something here and there, but
1: you know. I had a few ninja stars. The yeah. ninjas were big in it. That's why Jim Cotta, like no one knows that movie, but in the eighties that shit was that shit was cool. The way the way
3: that like cigarette stores or whatever will sell bongs, like if it was a head shop it also had ninja stars, also had ninja It stars. All, also had an array of asian weaponry
1: i I bought that uh so so it was a record, it was beyond,
3: like mostly a record store, yeah. <laughs> mostly a tape <laughs> store. Some bongs and ninja stars. Did you That's ever? Weird. I
1: remember I had a buddy that bought the claws. Remember the claws you could wrap around your hand? And he oh, tried to man. like climb a tree and it just ripped the skin off of the, like the back of his hands. Oh, and the, oh, yeah, it was, in the, palm yeah, it was area. in the palms. You wrapped it up like you put the metal thing on your hand. It's no one could do that. Uh, what might because my dad was real into martial arts so with the the size. Oh, wow, the like two, the yeah, like the again, twirl- with Donatello, right? Yeah, it was
3: like the, a three pronged. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> I, never, I don't think I don't think anything. I think these were all made up the same way that old crusty dude made up a new thing for menstruation. These were just made up by old white dudes trying to make a buck in the states. Like man, these are ninja weapons. Close, sure, <laughs> close enough.
1: Nine ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can also use them the barbecue, but right, hey, yeah. How call come the rabbi? This is no...
3: a Brazilian steakhouse skewer, but no, we put leather on the
1: handle. So there you go. There's no Ninja weaponry weapons.
2: that's part of the tribe's identity. Like there's no the
1: rabbi didn't advocate. You, you know what rabbis have though? And said in a, the, the the have a little knife. The morals do have the knife, but what about you ever see those tefillin, Like they wrap it around in leather, and it's got a little prayer box on it. Mm-mm. You ever seen? It? It's like hardcore Jews have. It's called tefillin. It's like they—it looks like they're about to shoot up. Like they wrap this leather around, it and it's got like this little box on it, and in the box there's some Torah scrolls, some weird yeah. like kabbalistic what? Jewish shit. To kill, to kill people, to kill uh, you. Make rivals? a golem or something. No, I, I, they, they do it for prayers. Yeah, it's like they make it for prayers. I know that.
2: Yeah, I, I seem to remember Lee Schreiber. You know that actor? Yeah, he was probably doing doing that, that in some movie. Because he, I don't think he is a, a member of the tribe, but he makes a good tribe. No, he's
1: a, he's a Jewish guy. Is he? He's a Jew, yeah. He's so Ray Donovan. He's like, yeah, yeah Ray, Ray Donovan. Donovan yeah. He's an Irish guy. Yeah. Sabertooth. Um, I think you could probably kill someone with a dreidel. <laughs> if it pointed properly? Maybe. All right. Anyway, Scr- last story here came in from uh, Liz. She goes, I bet Harrison would still eat this. Um, back to the menstruation thing. It's like a theme of the show today.
2: This is great. This show has taken on yeah. a whole new thing. Right? Uh, yeah.
1: Employee charged a whole with, new life. Employee charged with tainting that's that's... food. Uh drive thru worker accused of adding bodily fluids to a burger. You know, you hear that, you're like, I ah, run the mill thing, you know, some guy probably jacked off in a hamburger or something mm. like that. And that's what that's what I would assume because men tend to do that type of shit because 'cause they're disgusting creatures. But this is actually a woman that did this. A Mississippi fast food worker has been charged with tainting a customer's meal with her menstrual blood. It's a first. I haven't actually read too many stories like this. No. Uh, Police this week arrested Sky Juliet Samuel, 18 years old, for allegedly placing bodily fluids on food that she served at a Jack's restaurant in Columbus, Columbus, Mississippi. It's not Jack's. Jack in the box it's it's jacks it's very similar Just be specific so we can blacklist this place jack in the box you could already guarantee on bodily
3: fluid being in your food
1: you know can't you get jack sauce there don't they have something called jack sauce
3: probably it's been a while since i've been to jack in the box get horsey sauce at arby's
1: i know that (laughs) when's the last time you went there to arby's
3: not really not that long ago
1: it's probably where you got gallant
3: I mean, a, a lot of it, a
1: lot of it is the reason why at, I count. The
2: vegetarian <laughs> capping on the meat eater for going to Arby's
3: is so typical. Dude, Arby's,
1: is, there is nothing for a vegetarian to eat in Arby's. Like, they don't even have a fucking fish sandwich or they something. They got
3: meat bread, you mean? They do have a fish sandwich. Do they? Yeah. It's that's
1: been a, a while that's since a I've a been though, uh, be a hypocritarian. Must be a pescatarian. Did you now. say hypocritarian? Hippo,
2: because <laughs> uh, I have a lot, a lot of the, the a fish eating variety of the... And it's a pescatarian. I just have to say something, just because I'm an asshole <laughs> hypocrite. <So, laughs>
3: I'm just part time. I go, I'll go vegetarian for a few months at a time, and then have a weekend um, where I got to take a break.
1: I always find it funny when you when you have friends like in college, you become vegetarian, and they start you know stop eating meat and everything, and then when do you see them after you haven't seen them for a couple of years, and all of a sudden they're eating meat again, and I'm just like, what Dude. turned you? Like, what was it? That yeah. ba- always it's always turn?
2: bacon. My friend Garrett was bacon. vegetarian it's always bacon. for 23 years. Yeah, he had bacon. Now he eats. So much meat, like <laughs> all
1: my friends that have t- become from vegan, it's either been barbecue or bacon. But usually yeah. it's bacon. It's like they smell bacon, and it's just like I have to do this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
2: there's two kinds of uh, vegetarians. There's the ones that, uh, when they were kids, they were disgusted by eating meat, and they it's just said, "I'm going to adopt this philosophy that backs up the fact that I don't like to eat this shit." Yeah. And then there's the, the ones that I
3: love meat, but I care about the earth or I care or, about or, animals. Yeah. yeah. I'm falling into that third category. Well, that's I have a problem with, like, all right, that there's, okay, so she put her menstrual blood. (laughs) You have a problem with that? Well, no, I have a problem with being (laughs) so appalled by it. It's like when somebody sends food back with a hair in it, if you're eating meat. Like, if you get a steak and there's a hair in it, like, that was covered with hair. Exactly. Why, why, how are it's you like, so appalled and worse by a human being's arm hair that fell off onto your plate when you're eating the ass cheek of an animal that lives in its own shit until we shoot it in the head? Like that seems ridiculous to me. It is ridiculous. Or or, or, or even myself when I want to try new stuff. If I was eating meat, like okay, oh, you go into this taco truck has brains and like, ooh, that seems gross. Like I'm already eating a part of the animal why is one part gross and the other parts fine is it because we call that part steak but now brains why no brains i have brains and that's why you're grossed out by it i mean you just
2: gotta call a spade a spade we're weirdos that's
3: why
1: well i think it's i think it's if it's if it's your hair it's not that big of a deal, no. but when it's someone else's hair, oh, you're so, eating something else's whole ass cheek. Well, that's true. That's why I don't eat that shit. But <laughs>
4: <laughs> so yeah, <would> you, <laughs> I should direct my arm would you, would you <laughs> this a,
1: way. Would you eat
2: a, like a big spoonful of your own hair? No, that's gross too. Once it leaves your body, it's no, gross. For, it's I'm just saying, if is. I was
1: eating, if I was like you know eating some uh, scrambled eggs or something, and I saw a curly hair that's not mine in yeah. there, I'm probably going to be less likely to eat that piece of egg. Whereas if it's like, oh shit, that's one of mine. Fuck it.
2: No, you're still kind of gross. That it's your own.
1: What, I'm about, not as gross. what about what about, bugs? about a, a big
2: a scab? It's it's my own scab. I'm cool with it because it's my scab.
1: Eating the scab, or if a scab fell into a scab my food? fell on your oh, okay. like creme
2: brulee, and you're like, it looks like the top. But anyway, all it is mine.
3: Uh, creme
2: brulee.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that happens. Okay, so Samuel's There's a scab here. Scab on. Pardon me,
3: <laughs> Mater D. Sir, sir. There's happen. There there seems to be a scab on my creme brulee. <laughs>
1: So police allege that Samuel (laughs) licked and wiped her blood on a cheeseburger before serving it to a drive-thru customer around 10.30 p.m. Investigators say Samuel had difficulty taking the patron's order and subsequently exchanged words with the woman before taking her food in the back and licking and wiping blood on the cheeseburger. The whole thing. That's what you don't argue. With yeah. Fast food workers.
3: Who's, who's still fucking with somebody at a fast food
1: place? I, you'd think by now you understand. But you know, you can understand what's going to happen. Somebody making minimum the wages in charge of what's
2: going to go into your body. Yeah, that, that kind of talk is reserved for when you're arguing about a parking
1: space. Right, so like you're do you wipe the menstrual blood on the car. You're
2: fighting over, the, yeah, you're <laughs> exactly though. Actually, you're fighting over a parking Happens space, in and Chicago. the worst thing happening is smear shit on your windshield. <laughs> but when you're eating, they're going to put it in your mouth. You know, eventually it's going to get in your mouth. <laughs>
3: have you ever smeared shit on a windshield over a parking space? Like that seems like a bit much.
1: I've never I've never done that. Well, I didn't say I would do that, but like if that have happened, you had it happen to you? Oh God, I just went down.
2: You got why? are you
1: capping on me No, on I'm just saying is it, is it, I would be traumatized I haven't had that happen to me
2: no it has not happened to me but you know when you go in the parking space you act like a, a, an asshole even if you're kind of wrong you're still like oh, yeah, I'm right you were the asshole but you don't act that indignant when food's involved and someone yeah. else has the power of poo poo
3: or pee or mess with you're clothing. making it's, somebody who's earning minimum wage at the middle of the
1: night to make you food yeah,
3: you already I mean, lost the argument. Even if there isn't an argument, don't ever argue with those people. Yeah,
1: just be That's a courteous human being. You know, it's, it's just common decency. It's just, yeah, this person doesn't want to deal with your <clears> shit. Yeah. You know, it's, but the problem is, it's like, especially at drive through places that are open late nights. Like, you get drunk people going through there. Oh, I've been those people. You know? It's vibe. Where you guys have worked? Uh, you've probably eaten service some gnarly no, no, I've
3: been the drunk. I I would never work fast. But I was always so scared of running into people I knew from high school <laughs> that I never worked customer service jobs. Yeah, <laughs> I never Have you,
2: Dave?
1: No, yeah, oh, yeah. I worked Do at Burger you? King. I did Little Caesars. Wow. Yeah, I did. So years. you have
2: some stories that you probably don't want to talk about right here, where you put your menstrual blood on things?
1: I, no, I never did that. Although I did throw fries at a customer at Burger King. I got fired. <laughs> I got fired for that. This dude kept eating half the fries coming up and being like, these are cold. So you had to refill them. And I did it like two times and finally I was just like, come on, dude. I, just, <laughs> I didn't throw them at him. I just kind of threw them down and they sort of got on him. and he like complained that they're hot. They burned his arm. And <laughs> oh, somebody, now they're hot. Yeah. Now the fries <laughs> now are <they're> hot. hot. <laughs> and I was just like, whatever. I think I worked at Burger King for like three weeks, but I worked at Little Caesars for like a couple of years. Pizza, pizza.
2: Is that where you take it home and you cook it yourself?
1: No. No, it's just a, it's no. like a shitty pizza restaurant. It's terrible pizza. It's terrible like pizza. My brother came to visit like, I don't know, six months ago or so. We drove on Santa Monica. There's a Little Caesars yeah, over there. Yeah, get
3: that five hot, hot and ready.
1: Yeah, exactly. And he was just like, dude, let's get a Little Caesars. I'm like, why? There's like good pizza in LA. There actually isn't. There's some decent pizza places here. I was like, why? He's actually, like,
2: that's, that's pretty close to Moza right there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of. So anyway, we ended up getting a Little Caesars. Yeah, that is just I awful. Eat, I mean, God awful. I eat, gar- I eat
3: garbage, <laughs> still, and does Little it, Caesars. Does it have morning. to always I- go
2: back to the gout? Why do you have
3: to? It, no, it just has to go back to like that. that, that that's what I, I lived on. That stuff. I don't know. I wasn't raised with like good food and good cuisine, and I didn't know how to be healthy. Like I thought being healthy is like, yeah, give me the little lettuce and the tomato on burger. <laughs> give me all that stuff. I'm not kicking that out of there. It's vegetables. Like I legit, it was like. F- up until five years ago, I didn't know what eating well was like, not even like good food, but just good for you food. Yeah. Like I thought getting a veggie burrito from Del Taco
1: is me taking a break. (laughs) That's healthy. So, um, so yeah, in in general, just don't fuck with fast food employees. It's Uh, not a smart move. It's not a smart move. So police launched an investigation after the customer apparently alerted by social media posts filed a complaint. A girl had seen, a witness uh, that worked at Jack's had actually seen this girl do this, and she told her mom. And the mom posted it on Facebook. She didn't go to the police. She posted this on Facebook. There's a poor woman walking around not knowing anything. If you went to Jack's between 10 and 10.30 on January 7th and you ordered the big Jack with a Sprite, you got more than ketchup, girl. <laughs> <Sounds> <laughs> so instead of going to the police, she posts that, on Facebook, because it sounds
2: probably like she, got a faster response. She she actually wanted to hurt somebody by t- letting
1: them know. I th- I think that's. It sounds like she had a vendetta. Like it sounds like she, this is. Well, not what's more vendetta.
3: valuable, justice or likes? <laughs> what's more important in the <laughs> world like now?
2: Episode of Black. Box <laughs> yeah,
3: your 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 story going viral <laughs> or doing the right thing for humankind?
2: Really, I mean, the right thing is not letting someone know that they were munching on that. There's do you a, think, uh, just, do you, you think just let them
3: be? Yeah, yeah what, but the thing what is, what are they going to do after?
2: Let's just step- think
1: of the hierarchy of bodily fluids, though. Where does menstruation compare to semen or pus? Like, I think I would rather have menstru i I'd rather have menstrual blood on my hamburger than semen. Would you semen. want? Oh, well,
3: would you want to know? First off, if no. it happened, would you want to know? No one. Wants of course, to know. I wouldn't
1: want to know. I mean, that's just something I'd rather just What's yeah, done be ignorant is done. about. This, this but, le- but let's say yeah. after she goes something more than ketchup, if someone was like, "Well, this girl wiped her." your menses on it I would be like well it's just blood you know it's not that big of a deal I'd be grossed out but I wouldn't be as grossed out if it's like oh this dude just totally dropped a load on your hamburger really
2: yeah I don't know why it's just blood grosser to me blood carries a lot of like infectious diseases I think so if does you're, um,
3: I think if you're wiping your home. vagina <laughs> with a burger your vagina's <laughs> probably not in pristine shape <laughs> if you're just treating it as your prank depository <laughs> Like, you're probably like, like oh, well, I'll just fucking rub this burger patty on my on my cooter. I'm guessing your cooter's seen worse than the burger patty, and that's why you're just freestyling on it like that. Like, that's my yeah, take. Yeah,
1: I, I would be bothered by that. But, yeah. th- but I think that's th- right here. The moral of the story is just don't fuck with fast food workers. Well, they, got, they got a lot why of power limit
2: to, why limit like the hoity-toity restaurants you should be nice to them too
1: no I agree with you I just anybody, think you're less likely to have about, semen or pated food why don't we all treat food. each
3: other with a little bit of like respect yeah. there is voice of reason and if it's not out of the kindness of your heart how about just anybody that's <laughs> yeah. making how about if it's anybody giving you food where you don't get to see it from the beginning to the end you should be nice you to those should people. be. yeah you should be it's friendly it's going and you're like <laughs> you, it's not about you knowing what's in it. It's about them sitting in the back going, he's taking a bite.
1: And just Fuck watching. you. <laughs> Go viral. Uh, people send your stories to on podcast com. We have phone calls coming up next. 323 522 4032 is that number. But first, here's another word from Adam and Eve.
0: Hey, guys. It's me, Stephen. I'm a huge fan of your show. Thanks to your awesome coupon code, Diddle, I can buy myself loads of good sex toys. Since both of my wives died, and my Eric's disease got pretty bad, let's just say things in the bedroom got pretty boring, but thanks to adamandeve.com and coupon code, Diddle, D-I-D-D-L-E. I am now a new man.
5: Thank
1: So we got a few phone calls to get to. Uh, people, remember, you can call the hotline at 323-522-4032. Uh, the first call we got here is from a guy. This guy actually emailed me this story, and I was like, dude, you need to call this one in. I'm going to hear this over the air. So he, he called the name.
5: Hey, this is Brian, the midget fucker from Florida. i just call to give name. you guys an update on what was going on. Um, the midget's husband actually got a new job out in Texas, so she moved.
1: So this guy had called in earlier, and he was um, having an affair with this like dwarf and so he was like is this War weird or for
3: midget let's not be like well
1: this sounds like yeah. when
3: like somebody bet Hemingway they couldn't you couldn't make a sad story in like, <laughs> 10 words or less the first line of this whole thing I won. wish he said may love too. <laughs> you
1: know, but this, this dude called up and he said yeah. it was he said it was the best sex he ever the had the midget
3: make love or
1: two <laughs> he said it was the best sex he ever had and he's like is that weird and we're just like no nah, who gives a shit fucking go fuck a midget it doesn't matter um, so anyway, it's happened again. He was having like a full blown affair with her.
5: But before she left, she did have a going away party with a bunch of her girlfriends, and she invited me. And it was cool because nobody said anything because I think they were all cheating on their husbands. But
2: oh, <laughs> it's
5: a key party. By the end of the night, I ended up going back. To the midget's house, the midget, her, her black girlfriend, the little really He wants 30-some. labels,
3: he wants labels, <laughs> black or midget. It's
1: Florida, the guy's from Florida, all right. What you about himself
3: in tri- terms like <laughs> stupid,
5: uh, toothless idiot?
3: He wants to let you know how diverse
5: he's being. <clears throat> now, number one, this is my first threesome. <sighs> And number two is my first time with a black girl. It, it, <laughs> it was two and a half some if we're going to get technical. But anyway, the midgets gone to Texas. We still keep in touch. Um, but me and the black girl are still hooking up on a regular basis and things are actually going really good and it may end up being Did something you. more serious. Um, just wanted to to give you all the heads up on that. Give
1: you an update. A lot of pregnant pauses there. I'm happy for the guy. I think this is
5: good. So
2: is he going to go, uh-huh. Mom, Mom, I'm in love. I call her the black girl.
1: <laughs> Mom, I'm in love with the black girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not the first time that has been said. You know, I, I think this is a good thing. I think in, in this day and age, I think we need more interracial relationships. Well, yeah.
3: I think, given that she moved, it's also proof that not everything's bigger in Texas anymore. <laughs> guys, another guys, good line. I'm here for the zingers.
1: <laughs> you know, I work. That's what I do. I work with a dwarf. Um, she's, you know, she's not unattractive. But I mean, she's, you know, she's got dwarf features. But, um, but she's attractive for for a dwarf. And she she's dating a dude. She brought her boyfriend over to the bar like a couple weeks ago. And I was wondering, like, do you think she's dating another, you know, proportionally sized male? Mm-hmm. Or she's dating just like this, like normal sized dude. Was he a handsome man? No, nah, it's kind of a schlub. But I mean, still, I was just kind of like, wow, that's, well, that's kind of crazy.
3: Also, that raises, not that this situation is it, but when you think about, you know, we're talking about people with fetishes and the fetish community. What happens when you realize you're dating somebody? And that person's only dating you because you are one of their fetishes, and then they're trying to make the personality part work later.
1: That's true. That that can (laughs) that can dudes. I I just
3: have to go. I gotta have Asian chicks. Like, all right, man. I'm okay with it.
2: Like, I'm into skinny dorks. Yeah, but I mean, but you. you But if you're dating, I'm not talking about. Someone's dating
1: me because I'm a skinny dork,
2: I'm like, okay
1: no but it's supposed to be more than just like the you know the physical attraction or the, or the you know the the, the fetish itself
2: yeah, the original attraction is like indefinable like some people can define it where they're like fetishes but in general like who knows why you get together yeah but
1: this dude likes to fuck dwarves i mean th- i think this there's guy definitely a fetish it. No, for this that is this not this guy i'm saying the guy at my oh. work like he's got to be if you're How dating you, know?
2: a- you, you had well, a co- did dude- you go talk to this guy I wanted no. to, or is that maybe you should have? You go, she's a great gal. So, I How'd do this podcast,
1: her? and so I, list, I need a
2: guest sir. host. <laughs> <laughs> Sergi really sucked, and a <laughs> shitty, man. Kyle was okay, but this other guy talked about fucking Dr. H. Positive making help.
1: people cry. <laughs> no, but I mean, that don't you think if you're dating a midget, you're dating a dwarf, I'm gonna say midget, dwarf. You probably have some kind of fetish.
3: I mean, that's well, a negative view. I mean, yeah, positive
2: view is she could be awesome. You, do you talk? She that? is a cool girl. What if?
3: Yeah. What if you meet each other online? You get to know each other like these long distance relationships happen. And I, I, I watch like really bad television, but I will watch like my six hundred pound life or Little Women. <laughs> I like. I watch. You watch Little tra- Women. I watch trash television, but it's not from like any like superior standpoint. It's when you see them kind of find a normal place. Like you see somebody in my six hundred pound life who does meet somebody online who they form a relationship and it doesn't matter what their physical characteristics are. They've become attracted to each other because they get to know each other before even meeting physically. But yeah. did they so know? it could be a scenario
1: like that? But was it like a catfish situation? No, I'm sure even I'm know.
3: sure it's something like, Listen, this is who I am, but you're just communicating long distance anyway, you're forming those bonds. That way, you're forming emotional bonds before physical bonds, and that can supersede a physical bond at some point. I, I like the way
2: though, he he just says, the only way these two people could have gotten together at your work is it had to be online for sure.
3: But me- <laughs> But maybe you're on a website where it's like these are... Okay,
2: Kyle, back up. These are
3: tiny ladies looking for regular-sized dudes, and you're like, well, I'm one half of that equation. <laughs> Either I'm a little lady or I'm a regular-sized dude. And so you already know the parameters with when, with what you're working with Actually, I so think... So already, like, you get it. I'm regular size. You're a dwarf. Anyway, do you like Italian food? Me too. We should go out. You already got the awkward part out of Plus, that. Plus, the guy could have been a dwarf too. Just normal height, but
1: small in other areas. Oh, oh a no. penis dwarf. <laughs> yeah possibly i guess he could have been i, I didn't fit. ask i didn't ask Perfect but, uh, who knows?
3: i wonder if that spawns a whole different type of relationship well like listen my penis is real small
1: like and a micro penis all of you she's are like, small which is like i'm a micro human you have a micro penis Maybe it works. What have, you, I what, doubt have, it. what
2: have you considered that dynamic, right? So you went for that, and you found out, oh no! But the 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 this proportion is not proportional. Yeah,
1: I, I just feel like a lot of dudes would be more willing to date a midget than a woman willing to date a midget.
2: Do I you think know.
1: so?
2: I think you got to take that mm-hmm. on the individual. It's a case. It's case. it's
3: a controversial thing, but I um, I think.
1: I think dudes fetishize everything. So I think a guy would no, be more think, likely to oh, be like, man, I can make this I work. I think
3: women do
1: too. And guys are just more... Women have problems with short guys. I'm a short dude. I know about this. So could you imagine if I was a really short man? Maybe you're just sensitive about it. I don't think so. Like,
2: you've got a hot girlfriend? With the, there's no problem? Well, with no, I'm
3: just no, saying No, I think guys fetishize things. Not to demean relationships between... Uh, Little women and regular and, and average sized men. I don't want to demean all those really, but I think you're right. Where like guys be like, Yeah, it's a, something different that goes on my dick.
1: Her hands make my <clears throat> dick look big. Or just anything. <laughs> like any, like every guy has thought
3: about putting their dick in everything.
2: That's not true.
1: Really? You've never once thought about fucking a midget.
2: Oh, I might have thought about that, but not, See? I don't think about every whole thing. Yeah. And then there's a lot of women that are a lot I'm sure that are a lot more perverse and have more open-minded attitudes towards crazy sex well, scenarios sure. than I am. I'm
1: sure, but I, I'm just saying, dudes in general kind of gross. Anyway, the guy calls back with a part two.
5: Well. Hey, it's Brian, the midget fucker from Florida again. Yeah, I God. love that draw. Uh, I left out the best part of the story before, sorry. I'm about fucked up right now, but Anyway. I've been hooking up with her black girlfriend on a regular basis, and the cool part is she's got a really weird sense of humor like I do. So, in the heat of the moment, while it's getting hot and heavy, we like yelling just racial slurs back and forth at each other. Uh-oh. Just it turns her on, turns me on, you know. It's kind of hot. You've got her bent over and she's just screaming, fuck me, cracker, and whatever.
1: I'd love to be their neighbors.
5: It's weird. It's weird. No, we're not serious. But it's just, it's funny as hell when we're done. We can sit back and laugh about it. Anyway, guys, I appreciate the show. Keep it sick. Keep it wrong. Well there you go.
1: I just want I think it's a
5: healthy thing.
2: What is the podcast in Florida that she calls in and she says, "Hey, I'm a cracker fucker. I just want to tell y'all about this weird cracker over here. I heard he fuck bitches." Anyway,
1: Keep it whatever and whatever, about <laughs> There's some weird shit that goes down in Florida. Seriously, he's got, he's got like menage a with a midget and a black... I've never done this any is of like that. The,
3: this is like the <laughs> 113th weirdest thing that's happening in Florida.
1: Exactly. Like, yeah, On so a scale Florida, of weird shit
2: in Florida, it's probably Without Florida, there would not be a sick and wrong, I think.
1: I would say 75% of our okay. stories come from Florida. That's,
2: that's why the English people love you so much, because they're obsessed with...
1: They, they are well I think they enjoy making fun like ridiculing America and when they hear stories from Florida it's like oh yeah we just, we just
3: filter all it's that totally to not like
1: this <clears> up <throat> north
3: Florida's gonna be the new Portland mark my words
1: yeah well, was Gainesville,
3: it, Gainesville is kinda like Portland it, it just, steps
1: away from becoming hip
3: everybody hates it so much and it's so ridiculed it's gonna be cheap
1: yeah cheap
3: every fucking hipster is gonna weather. be like oh yeah we can go to the beach <laughs> hipsters like the beach
2: no I think everyone stops in New Orleans yeah. Oh, you think
3: that's they, it? They say they migrate
2: down there, like, yeah, we're gonna go, we're gonna make Jacksonville cool, and then they get to New Orleans and find out how cheap drugs are and how fun the women. And they are take and one trip <laughs> to Florida, we're stay here, this and they awesome. hear some
3: guy having sex Will also say in the n word a whole bunch. Like, yeah, maybe we'll just maybe Florida is maybe Florida's a little too rough around the edges,
1: a little too hardcore. <laughs> All right, speaking of drugs, we got a uh, call about drugs in Scotland. You ever been to Scotland? Yes. Did you do drugs there?
3: I might have. I don't
1: remember. Oh, do you, do you, do you do yeah, in Scotland? Scotland?
2: And I'm, I'm sure I smoked uh, hash or weed there. Probably. I remember
1: uh, we hung out with some of the Scottish fans there and uh, got those guys drink just a, a, like copious amounts of booze. Yeah, they do. Just recklessly. And so uh, they, they, this one kid just wouldn't shut the fuck up about me drinking this stuff called Buckfast. They oh drink man. The Bucky.
3: the bucky. Everybody was telling me about it. Oh, dude, uh, I got uh, so fucking moonshine wasted. Or
1: something? I don't know. It's like fortified wine, but it's, Fucking gnarly, it's gnarly. And he took me to this bar to do it, and then, I don't know. We were doing some blow, and yeah, we got fucked up. But anyway, this guy called in talking about drugs in Scotland.
0: Do you know what? I forgot to say. Fuck yeah, I'm from the north of Scotland, right? And our drugs up here are fucking shite. <laughs> I am so fucking jealous that like I watch like you American fucks taking like the best coke go down in the fucking corner shop buy yourself a nice fresh bag of weed get weed up here it's like fucking, honest to god you wouldn't even let your granny smoke it, honest to god it's that bad it's just got. It's just dog awful and I'm, I'm just so gutted that we've got shit drugs here I wish I lived in LA where we could get some prime cocahina we you could get some <laughs> prime marijuana you know
2: you trail, poor up. guy. And,
0: and <laughs> then, and then like not,
3: not have the health care at all to take care of yourself after you get into that. After you get into those great drugs, have no recourse <laughs> yeah. when your heart stops.
1: <laughs> you, you can't pay for rehab. Yeah. It's yeah. Like...
3: Be glad you got shitty drugs. And also, you can just wander into your hospital whenever you need to.
1: <laughs> we don't have government health care here, but uh, plenty of drugs. Mm-hmm. Lots of drugs. Population control.
2: I mean, I'm sure the weed here is a lot better, but I. I doubt the cocaine is better here than anywhere else in the world. No no
1: way, dude! How could they get cocaine there? Where Where are they growing? Where's the cocaine coming from? Like here, I mean, we know where the cocaine is coming from. It's definitely more abundant. I think. I think here, if you know the right people, you probably get some really good fucking cocaine. Yeah, Gary, (laughs) (laughs) Brian.
3: You guys don't have Gary over in Scotland. Ooh. We
1: should send Gary to Scotland. Yeah. You know, I was I was, uh, I was reading the other day, like, uh, or some guy emailed me actually. Cocaine is three hundred dollars a gram in Australia. This shit's fucking ridiculous. That's what you need to do. You know, send Gary to Australia. Gary's coming. <laughs>
3: <laughs> a new bumper but sticker. I, if you're looking for drugs, <laughs> looking for Gary, it's My like friends of Bill out, W, but the opposite.
1: I feel bad for the Scottish guys. You, you ever go on Tinder in Scotland? Did no, you, it? it's it's horrific. It's it's, it's awful. It's I, was, I, I was beyond grim.
3: I did Edinburgh festival there.
1: Edinburgh's in not that bad, but like. But even Edinburgh, like uh, Tinder, wasn't great. But Glasgow, I. Glasgow's it's, rough and tumble. It's rough and tumble. So I could imagine if you had some decent drugs, it wouldn't be as bad. But these guys, that's why they drink so much. That's, that's why Buckfast exists, because of the women in Scotland. That's my theory.
2: I mean, you only need one, or maybe you might need two if you're Mormon, but...
1: <laughs> Ninja sister
0: wives? <laughs>
1: yeah, it's a good idea. All right, we got one more call here, and this one is a shit story, actually.
0: So, I have a shit story for you. I'm um, to try and get it in under three minutes. So, my buddy who moved to New York recently was out on the town trying to meet some ladies. He's a really great, good-natured dude. Everybody loves him. He's really funny. Um, and uh, so, he meets this girl. They're taking tequila shots. They go back to the house. Um, and I hook it up, and he sleeps over. So the next morning, she gets up really early, goes to work, and he is just...
1: I've always found this kind of a, to be a weird situation. So you spend the night at some girl's house, one night stand, whatever. She gets up and goes to work. Don't you leave with her? Or do you stay?
3: <clears throat> yeah, I wouldn't. Also, who just, like, yeah, just stay in my house? That, that's. I that's mean, that's all weird. you should just trust each other enough to have sex, but...
1: I guess, but usually, like, I usually don't even spend the night to the morning. I'm out. Not not that I'm, like, kiss and tell. I'll just be like, I'm just going to, I can't sleep in other people's beds, so I'm like, it's, well, I'm just going to leave. Well, so. Yeah, everyone's different. I'm just not going to, you know, it's not like I'm not going to call her again. I'll call her again if, if she was cool and we liked each other, but I, can I usually point, though, don't spend the night all night.
2: It's a little reckless, just to think, because you share bodily fluids, that
3: uh, you can trust them when they're valuables.
1: Yeah, oh, that's true. I
3: think I would wait till like a a mutual oh, oh, awakening. You know, all right, you both spent yourselves. If you're tired right after and you pass out, cool. But then, oh, five thirty, you wake up. Hey, I'm out of here.
1: It's fine. Yeah, it's, it,
2: it's time for church. Are you coming?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I always like, I always kind of <laughs> hate the whole tone. thing. I always hate the whole thing with like, like a situation like that, a one night stand. where you are just like, I guess we can go do breakfast. It's like I hate fucking breakfast anyway. I'd rather just not deal with that. So that's why I kind of get out of there at like 6 before she wakes up but anyway if she was going to work I would definitely leave but this guy oh, do Burt Reynolds or something
0: laying around in bed I think there was no one else in the house and Burt Reynolds or something. so he's rolled over his stomach and tries to fart and shits his boxers
2: oh um, boxers
0: from all the liquor from the night before so he it gets happens. up and runs to the bathroom and uh takes off his shit boxers you know uh, jumps in the shower washes off he gets out and he's like shit I gotta get out of here like, uh, he, steps, <laughs> he takes two steps out the door locks it like a gentleman behind him and as soon as the door shuts he realizes that he left his shitty wad of boxers on the bathroom floor
1: alright at that point what do you do
0: <laughs> and he's, just, just he's
4: still
2: semi-anonymous
1: right Well, he, except like for he, that
3: he told his friend who called into the podcast I, no I no, love no, but his, his
1: friend this happened to his friend <laughs> Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> it's not like he left his boxers not his boxers has his name address email and phone number
1: I usually put my phone number on my, my underwear.
2: Hey, baby, just remember until the next time you decide to call.
1: My banana hammock.
2: <laughs> There's more of this if you call. My, this other.
1: I'm sure they exchanged numbers when she left. Don't you think? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, I don't know.
2: It poses a question, though. If it's true love, won't she not care? This is a
1: Wayne's <laughs> World thing. It is kind but of. Do you a Wayne's spew? And
3: she bolts? There's <laughs> never meant to be. You hurl and she stays.
1: And that's true that's love.
3: Basic, that's basic Wayne's World philosophy. Yeah, but
1: would you expect any girl to come home and see like a wadded up, you know, bunch of fucking shit-stained boxers? Like, would you be like, oh, she's going to call me again?
3: I, no, just my own proclivity <laughs> towards guilt, I would have like been like, I'm real. Like if I had her number, I would have, I would have, I got text something to messages tell you. yeah i'm real sorry about what happened there <laughs> I, like i, I would have done that just so i could go on living my life without knowing yeah with, without would you ever talk through. to her again it would that the ball's in her court if i'm texting like i'm sorry i left my shit drawers <laughs> and i don't hear back from her then that's fine but at least i know
1: that you, that you I got, got it, got, it off yeah, your I out my yeah it's, it's a good man here
2: because it was your mom or your grandmother I'm not
1: uh, fucking spend no, the night no, like sh- every one night stand with my mom and my grandmother though
2: I know it's easy to ridicule <laughs> me yeah, fucking second I, shushed. Like, I just got shushed <laughs> I just got shushed oh uh, I don't know never mind I lost my Have you said about. it was this your mom point. or your yeah. grandmother? Oh, I'm just saying it's like you trust some women with your poopy right and it's like it may- maybe you had a connection with this um, woman.
1: No, I, I think this guy accidentally shit himself and he got she locked out. have
3: shit her dress too and hit it, and you didn't see it. I still would have been if, grossed if out. If there though. was a connection, what if it was like, oh man, that was a really great night, and then like it turns into a rom com thing where you're like, I think this girl could be the one. Click right behind you. <laughs> oh, my shit pants are in there. And then you go through that, uh, you know, that movie trope of leaving too many messages. Oh, yeah. okay. One text that says. I'm terribly sorry about what happened. I'm real embarrassed. If you don't want to text back, I understand. I mean, this isn't a funny response, but this is how I would handle it. If you don't want to text back, I totally get it. But I uh, locked myself out after my shit underpants were there. I mean, if you're going to play it,
2: to play it mature and brave, you're going to do it, Kyle. Says.
1: I think what I would try to do is I would try to break in. I think I would try to find an open window and climb in and break in before I would send the text. But let's, let's see.
2: That's how the movie goes. Definitely. Wow.
1: Well, yeah. Did that happen and Say Anything? Maybe I'm misremembering it. Anyway, here's... And
3: this. several movies. <laughs> several.
0: So, he calls this girl up and tells her that he left his wallet inside. So he hangs out around there. And this is like straight out of Seinfeld. hangs out <laughs> <clears throat> and waits for her to get back. He goes in, immediately goes straight to the bathroom, gets the boxers, puts them his jacket pocket. And on his way out he's like, Yeah, I got my wallet, thanks and he's trying to leave and she's laying over there on the bed, kind of beckoning to him, you know, Oh, come lay with me and the nice guy that he is, he over reluctantly goes over and lays down behind her and is spooning her and he said he knew for sure that she could smell it and knew something was wrong. I would take my jacket uh, off. I think I need to go to the bathroom out first. again. I think he just <laughs> left the scene of the crime and never returned. But uh yeah, it was a good story. I don't know why he carried him out in his jacket or whatnot, but uh anyway, yeah. Hope you guys enjoy it. See ya.
1: Well there you go. That like guy kind of did what you what you would have done. He like called her, and said hey, but he did this yeah. whole ruse with a wallet. <laughs>
3: All right, that was a more intelligent way than I thought. Like I didn't even <laughs> think about coming up with a lie because it's not in my heart. Hey, but you know, what, why would you sense? take your jacket? Come lay on the bed with me. All right, let me. Well, just... Why don't you just go say I gotta? I
2: I I want to kind of just use the bathroom right quick. Dump it in the toilet. Come back.
3: Spoon a little. Oh, well, you can't flush underpants.
1: I would probably
3: know anything yeah,
1: I probably would have been like, "Hey, I'm gonna go uh pee and go downstairs and like hide it outside or something like I'd those put it, aren't
3: mine, <laughs> like, okay.
1: they, like they just happened to be on the driveway like a homeless guy threw them on the ground or something,
2: Gosh, downtown
3: LA
1: never now, dirty. Anyway, um, well, luckily your friend didn't get caught. Your friend, I'm sure. He's calling back for sure now. <laughs>
3: that sounds like a story. You make those types of stories in your 20s, though. That's all right.
1: They, it happens.
3: I wish this caller had the uh,
2: English accent for this because he's making us look bad.
1: Oh, we get plenty of shit stories from England, believe well, me. Well,
2: just next time if you call in... Why don't you just assume the english accent <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right we got one email real quick then we got to get out of here uh this came in from lady posh flaps she goes i'm getting invisible braces on thursday i need to know if i can keep them in whilst sucking cock parentheses cocks uh please let me know if uh, you know any dentist porn stars who can assist well lady posh flaps i don't know any dentist porn stars who have uh invisible braces but i do know a uh, guitar player for a famous rock band who does have invisible braces. Sergi, don't you have Invisalign?
2: Yeah, not a famous rock band, but I do have Invisalign. Okay,
1: could (laughs) you suck dick? I'm not saying that you do, but could you suck conk with the Invisalign Do you you have
3: Invisalign on right now? Yeah, I do. Couldn't even tell.
1: I didn't even know. I didn't know until he showed me. They
3: do a good job. I think I I could suck a mean dick right now. (laughs) You got decent (laughs) teeth, though.
2: Uh, I'm on week 12.
1: Week 12? Wow. Very yeah. straight.
2: They're not that straight if you look up close, but they will be.
1: No, Okay, if you're in a Scott man, luck. do you think you could put think, in Invisalign and suck some dick? I
2: think I could suck a pretty good dick right now. I,
3: you wouldn't even know. How, how easy is it to take him out? Like, actually, you're you're doing gonna, it right get now.
1: Get the sound effect. You're taking him out. Ooh, quick oh, uh, click. Yeah. It looks like a mouth guard, doesn't
3: it? Yeah. yeah it's just like a... a what it is. So just take him out. I think a
2: lot of people have had their... Uh, Penile, licked and sucked on with
3: by, the uh, by
1: someone with an Invis-
2: invisalign is what it's called, and they didn't know
1: it. I actually feel that invisalign is giving you an advantage. To, uh, yeah, it give me advantage because you know how like teeth sometimes scrape along the, the underside of the penis. If you have invisalign, it'd be smoother. Well, Unfortunately, we all know about that. Yeah, like, we went to high school. It can happen. That's so that's. I also I,
3: think if Invisalign really wanted to shake up their advertising. Yeah.
1: Have you been, <laughs> Do I you mean, have a slogan? Wait, wait, wait. Well, Do no, you have a slogan? A like, new sponsor for Sick and Wrong. Pick but have Adam you been
3: on eat. like like now that like Pornhub and stuff has commercials? Like Pornhub one, has yeah. regular commercials before the clips. And that could be like a blowjob. Be I like, bet you didn't even realize. And then. Yeah. And then waka, that, waka, 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 waka. Have you ever been in this situation?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Although, you know, I got to say, if, if I had the choice, would I want a girl with Actual braces versus a girl with invisible braces to suck my dick, I'd probably choose the uh, latter. This makes more sense. Wait, what's the the latter? You'd rather have metal? Invisible braces. No, definitely not metal. What a strange
3: bunny ranch you've envisioned yourself going (laughs) to.
1: (laughs) She has to be a dwarf, too. Oh. Yeah, not full size. Anyway, Lady Posh Flaps, yes, you can suck multiple cocks with invisible braces. Uh, People can email the show at sickandrollpodcast, iTunes, best way to listen to the show. Just subscribe, rate, comment. We appreciate it. Come on, you lazy fucks. Just go give us this five-star rating. It's, it's easy. You don't even have to buy anything. Um, but you could buy a t-shirt if you want. Sigrunpodcast.com slash store. Uh, Sigarong Song of the Week. I saw. Do you, have you ever heard of the crazy world of Arthur Brown? You ever heard of that no. guy? No. I saw him last week at, uh, at the Regent. Uh, this dude hadn't toured in the U.S. in 47 years. He's a psychedelic rocker from the late 60s. He's basically like a white screaming Jay Hawkins. Okay. And this dude's like 76 years old, just all over the stage. But the thing he's known for is his fire helmet. Like he was doing this way before Rammstein. He puts on a helmet, lights it on fire, and does a song called Fire, where he's like, I am the god of hellfire. It's very metal. All right. Yeah, it looks a lot of, it looks, it looks very Alice Cooper show you a video after, so the, after it, finish the show
2: expectant audience is just waiting for fire the whole everybody's time. waiting for, and then that's his closer <laughs> yeah. obviously it's yeah, like knew, it's, yeah better not to well because that was the only
1: that. hit the guy ever had um do but you, yeah how, he, how did he
2: look did he look like a spry 70 well you know? the thing
1: is you don't know because he's got he's balding but his whole face has this kind of weird like shaman looking makeup okay so he's got makeup so you can't really tell but what's his name dude, again arthur brown the crazy world of arthur brown yeah, starting to and, sound.
3: It's starting to sound. How it, uh, dude, was it? Was well guy's attended? Great.
1: Yeah, it was. It was well. You know, it was packed with like a lot of record collecting white guys, like middle aged record collector white guys. Mm, cool. I fit right in. Yeah, <laughs> fit right in. Uh, but it was cool. So we're gonna end the show here with uh, Fire by the Crazy World Arthur Brown. People go check it out. Kyle, thanks for being on the show, man. Thanks for been, having been me. Been a lot of fun. Um, I'm gonna plug your website, kylecanane.com.
3: Yeah, you can plug that. I co-host the Boogie Monster podcast. Boogie
1: Monster podcast, people. Yeah, if you check want to it out. Hear a
3: couple drunks talk about Bigfoot,
1: and that actually sounds kind of cool. It's pretty fun. The uh, Boogie Monster podcast. Do you have any shows coming up?
3: Not that I can remember right now,
1: <laughs> but probably <laughs> on the site. I might anyway. be.
3: I, when does this come out?
1: This comes out on Sunday.
3: Sunday. So if you're listening on Sunday, the evening that you're listening to this, I might be at Knitting Factory in Brooklyn.
1: Oh, shit. I'm going out there. It's a cool venue, So, yeah. All right. We'll check it out. Well, love to have you back sometime. Thanks That's for being right. on the show. And Serge, thanks again for hosting. Okay. Always a good time.
2: I'll see all you guys in Colorado a week after this comes oh, out.
1: Yeah, yeah. Same I'm playing in Colorado. Yeah. Uh, next week?
2: Ooh. Week after.
1: Week after. Yeah. In March. All right. We'll go check it out. Um, we'll be back next week with episode 573. Till then, take it easy.
3: I am the God of Hellfire, and I bring you fire.
1: Yeah, I don't think I've ever DJ down here. It's pretty much all the San Francisco clubs. You ever go to
3: any clubs over there? In San Francisco? I I wound up in oof, which one did I wind up in? I don't know if it was the Hustler Club and I was just trying real hard to convince the girl. I'm like, this is San Francisco. (laughs) If you just got like a real thin old rock shirt, it would do so much better. Then this Bugs Bunny dressing up in drag thing you got going on right now. <laughs> she <laughs> must have loved that. Yeah, would, that you get real. <laughs> and she was already, she's like, do you want this? She, I was like, she was already sitting me down for a dance I was paying for. She's like, do you want the dance or not? I'm like, well, yeah, I guess so. And it was just the most lackadaisical, unenthused, here you go, dickhead. <laughs> if Like, get an old indie band shirt that's, like, real thin. That'd be hot. I mean, it's all his sequin shit. Get you know? a dinosaur
2: Jr. shirt. Yeah, uh, get <laughs> a worn out. If she came to one of your shows, though, and she started telling you what would be good for her, oh,
3: how I, would you take it? I'm well aware I was in the wrong. Well aware.
1: You know, you're closer.
3: <laughs> well aware that I was, the next day, it was like, What?